Welcome to episode 145 of Cowboy Ship. My name is Ted Stoven, my co-host once again, two weeks in a row, Mr. Dustin Edwards. And we're coming to you live, well, not live, but we're coming to you from the patio of Pearl and Heart, a modern collective here in Drumheller. Dustin, uh, this is a Sunday morning coffee uh, hangout here. This too, is isn't the spot it? right here on the corner couch with the coffee table. Uh, yeah, we're not live, but we're A-live. And uh, yeah, it's, it's all true. good on the patio today. Uh, and there's rain in the forecast. Yeah, tomorrow we should be getting here. I'm supposed to go to Gleeson for the Bronc match tomorrow night. And I'm sure as much as they don't want rain, they really want rain. They need it we at the same time. Rain. We've had like two tents down here in like since May 15th or something. Like it's bad. Jeez. So we're thinking of all the farmers and ranchers out there who are probably... In need of some rain. Really needing some rain. It's It's getting ugly. So we're praying for rain and uh, hopefully going to get a whole bunch tomorrow in the next yeah, couple days. Yeah. Next week looks like it's going to rain. Hopefully it slows down a bit by Pinocchio time, by Canada Day. Where are you Canada Day this year? Are you back in Airdrie again, like old times? No, we're uh, we're uh, Canada Day parade for Barney's. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, we uh, we run the dinosaur truck. Uh, we have a dragons event in town as well. So, uh, Drum Heller is like insane on Canada Day. Really? All the tourists come. Fireworks uh, too, or fire ban? Pro- uh, probably not many fireworks going yeah, on this year. The whole yeah. damn country will burn the ground. <laughs> they, you light a sparkler right now, and the whole yeah. countryside's going down. But uh, is that your yeah. next one of your next ventures? Is uh, snakes, snakes and sparklers? And, snakes and sparklers. I, well, I always tell Keenan Vine that he's uh, what's the guy on Jordan? Kicking wing. Kicking wing <laughs> after he tried his career in pyro. Yeah, in, in the Airdrie that time. Yeah, yeah. At the bull riding, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and Brinson's dad was a clown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was a clown. That was a funny day. Yeah, and uh, Keenan, uh, I remember he like lit something for the opening it didn't light and the like rain started pouring yeah was, so i saw, called him kicking wing kickin snakes wing. and sparklers but <laughs> yeah yeah so uh that'll be canada but uh yeah a couple events coming up before that but yeah, yeah gleason yeah. and uh what else you got the next sound was having a pro rodeo oh, this that's year, right yeah and i'm uh, gonna go down there for that and uh it's nice because it's like 70 kilometers from here it's not very yeah, far yeah it's kind of close so isn't it kind of close ones yeah like some new rodeos it's fun yeah see new tell, things tell me more about the patio here at pearl and heart though we t- kind of you were kind of getting in that and i cut you off I'm oh sorry. yeah uh, this is Allie's, obviously we've talked about Pearl and Heart quite a bit on the pod. Uh, this is Allie's store down here in Drumheller, but uh, got a really kick-ass patio. I think yeah. it's probably one of the best patios in Drumheller. It's probably one of the best patios I've been on maybe ever. Yeah, and uh, she has live music out here all summer. Boots and the Hoots coming to you uh, July 28th, yeah. 7 p.m. Yeah, Boots and the Hoots, come check it out. And, and they there's play... a Voss, a Voss Yeah, well. uh, Toby. T- Toby Voss. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but... Like, there's not many Vosses around with one S. That's yeah, that's might like be your family last, of, yeah, yeah, my grandma. So, so another story I'll get into later, but keep, yeah. proceed. Yeah, so she'll be here playing, uh, her and her husband, I went to school with her husband, and they own the really? home hardware in Alex. Really? Yeah. So shout out to them, but so yeah. he's a Voss. No, he's a Anderson. Oh, okay. Maybe she just kept it for stage I recognition. wonder. I wonder. But, uh, yeah, so live music here is really cool. Um, this fire table here, like, lots of tree coverage. As you can see, we get the shade. Um, nice. no, so this Considering is like, it's 33 Celsius today. Yeah. For our American friends, it's almost 100, which is pretty it's awesome for Canada. Damn hot. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really cool little spot to hang out where you're in Drumheller. So come check out the Pearl Patio. And uh, it's licensed. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm drinking root beer. 
Yeah, but still normally beer. you can have a beer out here, and that's that wine, exciting. yeah, that's exciting. So, uh, um, yeah, a hell of a spot here. Yeah, I like it. I didn't even know this existed till today. And you can get this uh, new drum soda work root beer. Yeah, and then there's Valley Brewing too, right? Yeah, Valley Brewing. So they Ali has Valley Brewing here. Yeah, uh, the brewery's in town, and they have um, they brewed a couple of beers for the Dragons. Oh, cool. Uh, so we got a Power Play Pilsner that we oh, do with cool. them, and a Reverse Retro. Nice. So yeah, it's a it's a yeah, and then there's a distillery that did this soda. Really, so this is drum distilling. Um, they're gonna have gin, vodka, no whiskey. Way. But the first thing they launched is uh, the drum soda work. So they've got root oh, beer, cool. blue raspberry, orange, and a, a sherbet or sherbet. Sor- what do you call it? Sher- sorbet. Sherbet. It's a fancy word. I'm not good at fancy words. Just making sure. Uh, we got the we got the dogs running loose in the patio here, but it's a dog yeah. friendly patio. Hey, that's exciting. Uh, Ali has little treat bags bug. for dogs in the store when you come. Oh, that's cool. A little water bowl usually out here. Where's so, yeah. the other one? Oh, there. Oh, there it is. Okay, they're still good. The dogs are on the loose. It's in dog friendly because it, the dogs can't get out either, which is nice. Yeah, unless you open the gate and let them run out like I yeah, did moments accident, ago. But that's okay. But uh, yeah, practice kids, Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so we mentioned the Voss name, and that brings me back to uh, this past weekend. So we're we're in uh, Matt, the intern, and I were in Rocky. On we set up there. We left some stuff there Monday, then went back and set up Thursday morning for the Slack, which I thought started at 10 a.m. It actually didn't start until about 11:30. Oh, so we were ready early. That's a first. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the barrel races ran, and then they something bad happened. I think Jackie Ganter fell down and maybe broke her ankle I or her leg that, or something. Yeah, yeah. So they, so they like, was canceled. They nixed it from the whole rodeo. Oh yeah, it was gone. Yeah. Which you know that sucks, but like very fast rodeo safety. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's an hour fifty-five minute rodeo on Friday <laughs> with eleven minutes of drill team. Jeez, that's a quick. That's a quick one. Yeah, it was very quick. So, well done by Kale Eth here on the on the front of the shoots. Uh, but yeah, so Thursday slack was all day slack. Like I think Matt was there. I went and bought snacks. I bought like hundred dollars worth of snacks and cherries and vegetables and like you're chips that, and jerky. You're the guy that loads up the booth and then just pieces yeah. out, and or then what? just left. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Actually, I didn't tell Matt, but uh, Denny and Kale and I went golfing in the afternoon. <laughs> we went and got a quick welcome quick game to of the golfing. welcome to the cowboy ship program here. Uh, intern yeah. works slack. He works slack. Teddy golfs, but I mean, it was like pretty nice day. And those guys asked me, and I was like, yeah, I guess why not? Like Matt's got her under control. Yeah, and I, I was trying to get him like to learn. Uh, um, I want to get. I want him to like learn the program, right? So yeah. he was out out there and did a great job and um, get really comfortable with what's going on. So he even announced a few runs actually because Dave had to go to the go to the bathroom to the bathroom. That's break, awesome. So Matt was announcing and Matt's like I thought it was so cool because which Matt I'm said, surprised <laughs> that we'd let anyone on a mic at a rodeo in Rocky. After, That's not after Dave. Getting, after <laughs> getting it last year, uh, uh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Matt and then Matt the next day I got him to play some music during the rodeo and he did some of the chuck wagons. Like he he probably did more than me. Well, he definitely did more than me this weekend. Um, but I wanted to get him some reps in, and he was working with Dennis and. Like a great spot for learning. You were, you were training up because you had to take off, and that's what yeah. we're talking about, the Voss thing. Yeah, right? so my grandma, uh, Leslie Ann Voss, passed away on Friday. Would have been June, uh, what would have been, June 3rd, I guess, was the, maybe the 2nd? I forget. Anyways, it was like right during Grand Prairie. Yeah, right. Mom called me Wednesday night. I was in London, like right before the show. She called me at like 5.30. The show was at 7. She's like, hey, grandma's, you know, in the hospital. Um, she had a... What happened? Had a heart attack, and and they said it might be fatal. So, um, by that was Wednesday, and then by Friday, 
No, Saturday morning. Yeah, it was June 3rd. Saturday morning she'd passed in the middle mm. of the night. So so ground was almost 92. I just saw her a couple weeks ago for brunch. And, um, so that's got to make a guy feel good, right? You got to see her. and Yeah, I felt a lot better. That's some, almost uh, 92, yeah. That's some big years, so, right? So my, I was just texting my brother, and he said, uh, uh, I was trying to remember what her birthday was. I know it was November. So I think, uh, actually, let me double check here. What, uh, it was November. So she was born November 5th, 1931. So think about like what people like. Think about we've seen 92. in the last twenty years. Imagine being oh god going through the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Like oh man, they, even that that her age group of people would have seen the most change in the changes history of the in the history planet. of the world. Right? Yeah, they absolutely. they they witnessed horses pulling wagons. Mm. Yeah, and she now had robots driving them. She so so actually, my grandma and Storm's grandma both passed away within a week of each other. So she was at her grandma's funeral Friday and. Herbert and then I had uh, my uncle luckily like we got super lucky and and three two of my uncles and one cousin are pilots in that side of the family so my uncle knows a guy that had a plane so they picked us up in Calgary and took us up there we left in the morning got to Manning drove up there and then we were back home in Calgary by like seven o'clock like it was pretty wild like considering it's a 10-hour drive from Calgary and I would have been like danger on the highway trying to get up there and back from rocky yeah or manning's a hall whatever no and that, but the her service was an hour north of manning and king oh, river geez. right so like just cr- unbelievable that they got us up there and back that way but um but yeah it was a really great service for grandma everybody was like everybody's way more sad than i was kind of expecting honestly like you know but it, we miss her like and, she, and it's kind of a ending of the year because uh, my grandpa passed away in t- 2016 uh but going back to like the changes her mom was one of the first doctors in the peace country she's wow. actually inducted into the order of canada um her, her name is dr mary percy jackson and the, the, there's her letters were published from when she first came over there in the early 30s before my grandma was born but like just some crazy stuff it's called i think uh i forget what the name of the book's called but dr mary percy jackson's her name okay but grandma Vossel, there was this uh um i guess a poem here in on the on the funeral kind of the the program, I guess, of the funeral, yeah, funeral card you get, the card you like yeah. you get. So it's called "Don't Quit." So I thought this was cool to share. I thought it was pretty neat because Grandma grew up without running water. You know, born in 1931, grew up without running water. Um, grew up with, uh, you know, horse-drawn, like everything was horses back then. They didn't get power to the house probably till yeah. I don't know when. Like unbelievable stuff. Would have been through like the depression and all that. Oh, stuff, absolutely right? right. So she was always reusing things and like never really got through the that stuff growing up in the 30s right so so this don't quit made me it reminded me a lot of different things but i thought it was pretty neat i wanted to share it so when things go wrong as they sometimes will when the road you're trudging seems all uphill when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile but you have to sigh when care is pressing you down down a bit rest if you must but don't you quit life is queer with its twists and turns as every one of us sometimes learns and many a person turns about when they might have won had they stuck stuck it out don't give up through the pace, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the str- struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup, and he learned too late when night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. So stick to the fight when your hardest hit. It's when things seem worse that you mustn't quit. So the title of it's Don't Quit. I thought that was a pretty neat thing to put on Grandma's card there, right? Because like, she could have quit a number of, number of times, but had six kids throughout the years. And had and quite a life, right? Oh, like, gosh. Did 
everything you could dream of, right? She. It turns out there was some stories about how she was an avid fisherman, and she was fishing up in Alaska with my uncles and my cousin, and like did a lot of fun stuff and traveled with my mom and my my all my aunts at different times, and like yeah, but to raise six kids throughout the nineteen, I think my mom was born in fifty three, so had her first kid at twenty two and twenty three, I okay. guess. Like, um, yeah, just what a life, holy right. Like we'll never. I mean, obviously, they'll never experience what we experience now, but I don't know. It's pretty pretty tough to imagine growing up back then. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it was simple times, but it was tough. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, like we're, washing we're lucky. Your, washing your clothes was going to get the water, heating up the water, scrubbing against the scrub board or yeah. whatever the hell. Like, just unbelievable kind of life. So, yeah, miss miss your grandma, but, but uh, yeah, what a, what a life, what a run. And what a cool... What a cool poem to talk about. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty. Don't quit, right? It made me think a lot about the rodeo side of things, right? About like what we do now and how, you know, grandma, grandma took her horse to the races in Paddle Prairie back in the day <laughs> to, to show off how fast her horse was, right? So That's... yeah, she was, she was ranchy and, and grandma did cowboy shit, even yeah. though, uh, <laughs> even though like I never. That life really back then was that. cowboy Everything shit. Everything was. Yeah. Holy shit, right? Yeah. So yeah, I know it's a little bit off topic folks, but, uh, but thanks for, uh, Thanks for listening. And, and like we talked about, Storm's grandma was also a rodeo queen, and she passed away this this last... Uh, and did some competing in rodeo too, right? Yeah, Storm's right. Yeah. So. Barrel She's racer. She's a barrel racer, yeah. Pole bender. Pole bender. Yeah, so... so you guys wild. got some good lineage in the cowboy right? yeah. world. In the western world. Cowgirl world, western world. So, yeah, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, I miss you, Grandma, but but uh, also, uh, yeah, what a life, so... Yeah. Well, it's cool you get to honor on a platform like yeah. this too. and I'm glad that... Uh, that Matt was there, and then Bill Hansen works with Gord Bamford a lot on on his oh, tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Bill was in Rocky Saturday, too. I was calling around a bunch of folks. I was like, hey, I've got a guy like that's pretty new, and I was just hoping I'd get some help with w- for him. And, and finally I was like, oh, I wonder if Bill could make this work. And so Bill went and helped oh, uh, cool. Matt on Saturday. So we had, had some more help. It wasn't just leaving Matt to the wolves by himself, although yeah. it was Denny and Dave. They were looking after him, but oh, yeah. I was just nervous. But then, then the power for the announcer stand cut out during the anthems. So Matt had like the absolute worst thing that could happen oh, happen to him during the anthems. But like you can't do much about your power going down when <laughs> it's <laughs> running off a generator. That, you like that your temporary <laughs> announcer stand. I don't know. I'm cutting oh, in boy. here. That happened to us in Innisfil one year. I don't know. You might have been doing the music. We were, or maybe it was during the Innisfil Pro Rodeo. Uh, we also did a bull riding there for a while too. But uh, there was a switch in the booth Uh-oh. that cut the power. Uh-oh. And Jack Danes came over because he wanted the lights on. Uh-oh. There must have been lights the VIP boxes behind the yeah. shoots there. And he came in, he's like, get those lights on! And he started flicking switches Uh-oh. during the short go. Oh, no. And just killed all the power, speakers, lights, <laughs> everything. She was gone. <laughs> but he was in there just flicking switches just and flicking yelling at switches. everybody and, like, right in, oh, the middle of, right in the middle of a bull ride or something, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember the lights went out in El Nora one time during a ride. And it was Jared Parsons. They tried to give him a re-ride, but he made a good ride. They're like, no, just just mark me. Like, I think that was pretty good. So really? just go with it. Yeah. I think yeah. we have it on video. I had the power go out at a bull riding in Edson. Edson. And, uh, was it at, uh, was it, it inside? It was in the rink. Inside, yeah. And uh, I grabbed a big orange, like, traffic cone. <laughs> had a little hole in it, and I just. Uh, oh, no, really? Yeah. And then one year. Remember Toefield when the power went out? Oh, yeah. And it was a video guy that just, kicked like, kicked the, the cord. cord out. And we didn't know, but I was, like, yeah. running around, like, freaking out. One year I went out to um, Tim Lipsitz put on, parents put on that bull oh, riding. Oh, yeah. What's it called? The Craven. Bull- Boys and Bulls. Oh, or but whatever. that was the Regina one. Yeah, Bucks and Bulls. Boys, Bulls, and Bucks. Yeah, during Craven. And I was yeah. out there for that one year. And like, oh, yeah, it starts you had a wreck like, too. And it starts like 10 in the morning. Kind of like same Bulls thing. for Breakfast and Camrose. Yeah, and all the sound quit. 
Uh-oh. Go figure out a country music festival. And it was one of those deals where it's like, this bull riding has to be done by this time because the stage starts. Yeah. And they're like, we got to keep this going. So, like, there's all these people around their p- pen. I went and walked through the arena, stood up on the panel, and just, like, yelled for, like, ten bull rides. Like, here's so-and-so. Everybody cheer. There was oh, no gosh. sound. There was no speakers. I just went and stood on a panel and yelled. Holy shit. For, like, ten, ten minutes. Jeez. It's like, well, it's a country music fest, guys. Plug me into the big system. Yeah, just Blake, hook me up. Take take ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. So, anyways, lots of, uh, lots of fun shit. Lots of shit happening. There. Yeah. But uh, this week on the show, um, I know that I've previously had things to say about the Calgary Stampede, but my friend uh, Will <laughs> Osler, yeah, what a second. My friend Will Osler is the president and chairman of the board, and we've been friends for probably like I don't know how long now, but uh, got closer over the last few years, and uh, uh, get together for beers once in a while, like just get to hang out as friends. So for him to be the president now, it kind of was like pretty cool. Uh, he keep, he kept bugging me about being on the show. He's like, oh, I don't know if I'm interesting enough to be on the show. I was like, No, well, like damn right you are. Like you got a lot of cool stories, man. That's like, a and that's a that's a major title. Thing. Yeah, that's a big title. Absolutely. Yeah. So so this week on the show, Mr. Will Ozer, current president and chairman of the board of the Calgary Stampede. Uh, he's also a partner at Bennett Jones in Calgary. Um, we had a really good visit the other day. Actually, it's just I guess today's Tuesday, so it was on Monday. Uh, so thanks to Will for the time. Uh, we got lots of good news coming up in the second half. After the interview, we got a couple things I kind of forgot about, so we'll get to those. But thanks for tuning in once again. This is Cowboy Shit coming to you from Pearl and Hart here in Drumheller, Alberta. Co-host this week once again, Dustin Edwards. I'm Ted Stoven. We'll be back right after this. Welcome to episode 145 of Cowboy Ship. My name is Ted Stoven, and I'm here today in a very special room. Last time we were here at Steve's room, but this time it's uh, it's Will's room because we're here with uh, a partner from Bennett Jones and the current president and chairman of the board of the Calgary Stampede, Mr. Will Osler. Thanks for having us here in Will's room at the uh, the president's <laughs> room at the Calgary Stampede. Uh, we've talked about this for a long time about you being on the show, and we, we finally uh, finally made it happen. Here we are. Thanks for uh, thanks for having us. Thanks for for having me. Um, you finally were persuaded that some people would actually listen to you talking to me uh, about about things. So I appreciate that. And I wish I could say it's my room, but this is the president's plural room. So this yeah. is all the presidents. Even though <laughs> my family and I are trying to make it like it's our room for the next yeah. couple of years. Oh, that's pretty. That, well, so tell me. Uh, I want. I can go back a few uh, spots to kind of win. When I met you, I think that's got to be the start of the podcast here because I was doing the music for the evening show, the Stampede, and uh, sitting with your dad, your dad, Jock Osler. Um, I think we got to go into his story a little bit first because we, you know, I was sitting there and I got to work with him, and he was the nicest, the nicest man, and was so welcoming to me, and I got to be, I was honored to be able to share a space with him. He and he, it was kind of wild because he was there, but there as uh, almost essentially a backup role because all of his pieces were recorded so we just kind of sat there and visited uh for the evenings but one evening you show up and we get talking and and we've kind of been friends since that and 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 covid has we we kind of have to thank for that right true you know dad's story jock um far more interesting than mine unfortunately he's not here for to tell it anymore but longtime stampede volunteer um raised on a horse ranch in Bearspaw when Bearspaw was was still country um in the in the 40s and 50s um uh, 
and he left the ranch as soon as he could get off a horse horse's back he did and 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 never looked back had an interesting career journalism politics um uh he was a diplomat for a while um but his his passion through his whole adult life was live theater he was a big fan of plays and musicals and 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 really supported uh that community in calgary and when the stampede came looking for someone to join our grandstand show, which at the time was, was um, very directly and closely involved in our grandstand show, uh, he jumped at it. And, and after a few years of literally holding doors open for the young Canadians during the grandstand show, um, he graduated to become the voice of the young Canadians. And for the last 25 years of his life, um, that's what he did. Um, and loved it, and and I do, <laughs> I do remember when um, uh, towards closer to the end, uh, they 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 fully automated the show, and his li- his mic was no longer live each each night. It was his voice was already in the can, and he would show up with his mic, and 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 he loved talking to, to people like you and and anybody else who was by, but he was secretly hoping that the machine would go wrong, would go wrong <laughs> and they'd tell it they 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 point the finger at him we need you he would he 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 lived for that so that was um yeah that was his story his stampede story and and uh, he really he really loved it so how did he first get started with the stampede though because that's essentially how you got you would have got started because your dad was a majorly involved in stampede for a long time not not really no? i mean that's how that's how it often works around here but but in in our case it was it was it was coincidental um the grandstand show had been had been asking him to to join the grandstand committee for for years, and for whatever reason, um, you know, young kids, which obviously <laughs> no longer the case, his career uh, just didn't work for him. And and finally, one year, and this wasn't that long ago, maybe thirty years ago, um, he joined up, and and quite coincidentally, a year or two after that, through through my work. Um, I I had the opportunity to join up and so it's totally separate, completely separate. Um, it's it. I mean, most people people often think that there is that that is, you know, how I got into it because again, there's there's so many second, third, fourth generation volunteers here, um, and because Dad, with his role in the show, um, you know, within within the Stampede family was 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 high profile. <clears throat> and I'm sure most people out there thinking, well, there's no way, <laughs> no way Will could have got there on his own. So, so there, some, so there has to be some reason for it. But it was, it was a, it was a happy coincidence. And then, um, I mean, my whole family is, it, they, they love the Stampede. They, they love supporting it. They're all here in Calgary. But of our, of our family, my siblings and our kids, um, he and I were the only two that were involved in the Stampede in this way. And it, it kind of became a bit of a. A, a, a secret language or a private conversation for us for for um, most of those years, and and that was something that was special for us to share. What uh, what's your favorite moment with your dad at Stampede? <laughs> it was. There can be a few. You can have a couple stories here, but <clears throat> no, I bet the, there's got to be some neat ones. The e- the easiest one, um, I'll never forget it, and this happens to be the truth. Was was the night in 2014 when I was elected to the Stampede board by our shareholders. And the Stampede is a corporation, and and we have shareholders like like any corporation has. And our annual meeting every spring is attended by our shareholders. And and as you know, our volunteers are a, a passionate, committed group. 
and and that includes um, you know upwards of a thousand people showing up for for our AGM. So um, I've had the experience of being up for the board and not having my name called, and that's not a great experience in front of a thousand people or so. But this one year in 2014 was was the the year my name was called, and 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 the meeting ended, and and he was the, one of the first people I saw, and. You know, we didn't quite have a, a, you know, we didn't quite hug it out to have a moment like that. That's not really how we were, but he was very proud. He was very happy. And then, and this is the reason I remember it so well, he immediately started giving me his list of demands of things that he wanted me to fix <laughs> <clears throat> once I joined the Stampede Board. So, yeah. <clears throat> and that list never got, I, I, I did check some things off that list, but it never got shorter, if oh, you know right. what I mean. So, yeah. um, what was the first thing you did? Oh, I'm sure it was to, was to, um, extend him more favorable parking privileges or <laughs> or give him you know more wrangler shirts um that he could wear as in his role as the voice of the young canadians or something like that um <clears throat> and i never did get him i never did those two things for him yeah um but uh but yeah that was that was <laughs> that was part of our running conversation for sure huh um what about some of those nights at the grandstand show? What do, what do you remember about those those evenings and and the different times where you get to see your dad and be in his role and and he did it as a volunteer where a lot of people would I guess some of those positions are are paid by d- different people that do different things but that but that was a volunteer position for him. It was and and you'd never know it because you know when <clears throat> and it didn't start with Stampede. I mean the young Canadians and he was always the voice of the young Canadians. I mean he he voiced the show. Um, but he, he really considered himself and he actually had a, had one of those red and white stampede name, name badges that said as much the voice of the young Canadians and, um, and, and the young Canadians, I mean, it's, 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 it's only a few weeks before stampede. So they've been rehearsing for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And that's when the, the cycle really started for him. And, and we would know when the stampede was coming up. I mean, I would know as a volunteer, but, but, you know, our family, the kids, uh, the nieces, the nephews, they would know that Stampede was coming up because all of a sudden granddad would stop showing up for um, recitals and dance competitions <laughs> and, 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 and soccer dinner, games because he was down here um, with his other, with his his other, other kids. kids. <laughs> and, and so, but my, I mean, because, I mean, I was, I mean, I was, I was already into my own um, thing as a Stampede volunteer and obviously an adult. So, I remember, I mean, it was, I mean, he was part of the soundtrack of, of, of the grandstand show and the stampede for me. Um, but it was, but my, my, what I remember most about that would be when my kids, adults now, but when they were young and I'd be bringing them to stampede, um, seeing them, you know, hear granddad's voice, but see him, um, with a mic, they had no idea that the mic was a toy, (laughs) that the mic didn't work. Um, but they, you know, seeing, you know, seeing them experience it was 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 pretty special. It was pretty fun. How long did he do it live for? Like a, as the voice, like how long was it live before it became a pre-recorded track? I bet you about ten, ten or fifteen years. Oh, really? so half ten or the fifteen time. good. Those were ten or fifteen oh, good wow. years for him too. Yeah, It'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yep. So he loved it. He loved it. Oh, I bet. Well, I I loved meeting him. I thought it was it was pretty awesome to to get to sit with him and we visited for there was a couple of years that that I sat with him there and and got to be be with him and, and meet you guys and um the it was iconic though his voice was iconic and, and i i don't remember the grandstand show recently but i think that they still use his voice at times do they not they did and i didn't know this and i wish i had because it yeah. did catch me by surprise 
the 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 stampede we had it so he died in 2020 after stampede that year uh and they used his voice in 2021 and that was that was that was, we didn't know um that was very very nice of them to do it was, a, it was a real tribute to him they didn't need to do it um i don't think they did it last year and i think it's just as, just as well yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that one year tribute was was nice and and it's time for them to move on but pretty special for that to for his voice to live on yeah. like because it was like a, any of the grand shows i've ever been to besides last year i don't remember if we even, even went now it been a bit of a blur the last few years but but he was a major part of it he was and and it meant a lot to him and 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 you know when he died um you know the the i mean he he had a long life and had lots of different different communities and friendships that he was a part of and we certainly heard from you know this the stampede family the big one um about it and 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 they had similar memories to you they you know that's 20 odd years where they're hearing his voice maybe more 25 years where they're hearing his voice year after year it was a it was a very deep voice um uh and it worked for that show and, and tons of part energy of too, too. yeah i remember that like tons of energy like you could hear his passion in, in his voice it was i mean and, and and there were years when when his health wasn't great um and he was not going to be denied or deterred and and you'd see him shuffling up um well of course it helped when the when the recording had been done three weeks before in a studio um <laughs> in a controlled environment but uh yeah he rallied uh like so many people do um when they're in, in you know doing something like that and uh he was not going to in fact i remember there was one year um somebody gave him uh, and it's, it's at my mom's house now. It was a, you know, just a, a, a microphone, a real microphone, mounted on a, on a wooden block, a, kind of a trophy in it, and it had some inscription on it. And they had a, a nice little ceremony for him right at the start of the grandstand show, walked out on stage, uh, and, and uh, he said a few words, and there was a, a bunch of family and, and friends and stampede people waiting for him. And we almost kind of formed a bit of an impromptu uh, color guard for him at the at the at the edge of the stage where you walk down that ramp, um, and he came off the stage, uh, a, a young Canadian on, on each arm holding the mic, and I was I was at the top of the ramp with my mom, uh, and I won't repeat what he said word for word, but he said was something like, "If you think this is if you think you're getting rid of me with this." Um, not a chance. Let's just say that's what he said. <laughs> so no, it was it was incredibly important to him, and 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 he loved it, and it, and it was a, a a big part of his life for for a long time. So, you mentioned that you got into the stampede on the volunteer side through work, and I was doing a little bit of, uh, I was reading up on a few things, and is it R. B. Bennett or who who is the founder of of Bennett Jones? R. B. Bennett. R. B. Bennett. So R. B. Bennett. Um, and Bennett, well, I guess maybe prior to Bennett Jones, but there was something where the Stampede lost the title to Stampede Park. And then I think in 1922, I think RB bought the land and then gifted it back to the city with the terms that the Stampede would have a forever lease here. Exactly. So there's got to be something a little bit to that where Bennett, like obviously Bennett Jones is a major sponsor and has been for a long time of the Stampede, but... Uh, and you're a partner at Bennett Jones, so tell us about some of the, some of that story. And I don't know if I got it totally right. But no, you you got it right, wild. and and I, I can add a couple of things. And there's one part I'll add that that kind of you know makes it for less of a good story because because there's more coincidence to this than 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 you might think. The other the other part of the R. B. Bennett connection 
is that, and people know this, in, in, in 1912, the first stampede, um, Guy Wiedek, uh, the founder, he wanted um, uh, participation from the, from the First Nations of the area, the Treaty Seven Nations. And at that time, it was against the law for Indigenous peoples to leave their reservation, uh, wear their traditional regalia, or even speak their language. It was, really? a, it was against the law. And, and, and uh, two people um, went down to Ottawa to lobby the federal government to allow those... In 1912. In 1912, allow those restrictions to be lifted so that um, the Treaty 7 nations could participate in, in that first stampede. Um, one of them was R.B. Bennett. Uh, he, di- he did the job. He must have liked Ottawa because 20 or so years later, he was back there as the Prime Minister of Canada. Um, but then the part, uh, the part about the 20s, and I don't know exactly when it was, when the stampede um, somehow lost title, you know, he did step in. Um, and that's, that's, that's very true. And, and, and I've, I've said this many times, and, and, and our, fir- our firm, Bennett Jones, is, is, is you know, they, they like the story, um, and um, it's a nice fit when we start talking about the stampede to, to have me there. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think about that firm. It's an old firm. We, we celebrated our hundredth anniversary in 2022. We're, the, we're, the, we're, a, we're a, a pretty big uh, firm um, with offices across the country. We even have people down in the States um, as well, but we're the only, you know, major national firm in the country, which, which started here in Calgary. And that's, I, I, that's important to me, uh, something I'm proud of. And when I was thinking about this and in, in coming into the role I'm in now, you know, there's really a, a nice shared history between that organization and, and this organization. Obviously, both are, are a huge part of my life because um, we did grow up together. In 1922, it was not a 300-person law firm. Uh, it was a, a few guys in downtown Calgary, such as it was at the time, and the Stampede, much the same. Um, I, 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 they had no, the Stampede had no, was not, in fact, the first Stampede, I was going to say the Stampede was not thinking about, you know, 100 years of, 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 of anything. The first Stampede, again, started up by Guy Wiedek and the, and the four wealthy uh, uh, cattle ranchers, um, now I'm going to might get these names wrong. Burns, Burns Cross, Cross Lane, McLean. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he pitched the idea, and the whole advertising, the whole idea was the last stampede, the, a farewell to the vanishing west. I mean, the the railway was coming, was already here. Um, fences were going up, and and all all of, and you you would know about this a lot more than I would, but you know, all so much of that old way of of cowboying um, was the thought was it was going. And, and never to be seen again. So, so he was not thinking. Bennett, uh, nobody involved the Big Four. None of them would have been thinking about it the way they are now. It was a, it was a year-to-year deal. In fact, the first one was in 1912. Second wasn't wasn't until 1919. And then the not, next one was until 23, wasn't it? Or they could do a few in the early I think, 20s. I think. I think. No, I think you're right. I think 2023. Uh, 2023 would have technically been the hundred straight years of chuck wagons, but we lost two years. 2020 and 2021. Right. So technically now it's 2025. We, they, every year is 100 years of something it's true. by now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, that, so the way the two organizations have grown up, um, yeah, that appeals to me. And, and, it, and it, you know, I'm, I'm not sure I could be doing um, 
doing the role I'm doing here at the Stampede without being at, at a firm like Bennett Jones, maybe, or without being at Bennett Jones. There are no other firms like it. So it's a, it's a really nice fit for, for me. So what's the origin, though? How did you get involved on the Stampede side? Oh, through well, work. I, you said through work. Through work when yeah. I was at a completely different firm. Um, oh, really? Oh, okay. I, I started my, my career at a, at a, at a different firm, um, and, uh, and, and one of the partners there was, was um, a volunteer with the Stampede, um, with the courtesy car committee that volunteer went on to become the, the president and uh he i think he must have thought i i didn't show much promise as a lawyer so let's 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 find something else for him to do that might look good on a resume and, and he he he, he <laughs> asked in the community yeah and he asked if i wanted to be on the courtesy car committee um i who, had who was this i don't know the story a guy named mike casey okay uh and um and and Mike, uh, a, a community builder, a leader in the city, and and you know has supported and and been a part of many organizations, Stampede included, uh, and and it was through that connection that I that I joined uh, the courtesy car committee, one of our many volunteer committees that that make the organization uh, go, uh, and I and I and that's and that's where I started and and um it was a pretty fortunate bounce for me to get involved with that well and and why like why volunteer i i, re- I read the sign downstairs about uh the calgary stampede stampede having the finest volunteers and it started out as a one year one you know three day show and it's turned into the greatest outdoor show on earth so so why like what's the passion behind the why and why volunteer why spend all this time for no money for this for this what why why is it i think it's a good question, um, and you think I'd have an answer for it, I, but but I don't have one uh, in my pocket here. I'd say a few things, though. I mean, one, you know, in our family, it, there was always something going on. Um, you know, Dad was was um, you know involved heavily before involved with the Stampede. He was involved heavily with 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 um, provincial and federal politics, and and we should know, probably mention that too. So so let's go into into that a bit more quickly. Is sure. Um, you work with Joe Clark in, in the Yellowhead riding, uh, on the federal side of things, but your dad worked with, and, and you were there when, uh, well, tell us a little bit more about the political side of things. I think that's an interesting sidebar here. Sure. I mean, uh, it's, it starts probably the genesis of that is, is the fact that, um, my mom and dad had too many kids for a, for a, a, a journalist's, uh, salary, um, to, to, um, work. And who did your dad work for in the journalism? He worked for the Calgary Herald. Yeah. Uh, I started out in the Herald um, and then um, was involved, worked for a, a, a newspaper that's no longer around called the Financial Times of Canada. And um, he, that uh, was a great career. He loved it. He, for, the, for his whole adult life, he described himself as a journalist. Um, but he left journalism in the early 70s and, um, Shortly after the, his fourth child, my little sister had 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 to come on the scene because it just didn't work. So so he got into um, communications and, and public relations for the oil patch, and and you know as a private citizen, uh, he was able to indulge his uh, one of his passions, which was um, progressive conservative politics, and and that you know that 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 ended up. You know, starting a couple of little side careers for him. He he did go to Ottawa to work in, in Joe Clark's prime minister's office in the, in in the late seventies. Later on, um, uh, found himself as a diplomat working at the Canadian Embassy in Washington, and it was all because, you know, he in his spare time he 
you know, he, he, he was passionate about that, about policy and the game of politics and, and he enjoyed it. And, and, um, that's, that's, and, and my, my brothers and I, you know, we all remember, you know, it's a Saturday afternoon and, and we're going to jump in his car and drop flyers off in people's mailboxes and there'll be pizza at the end of it for our trouble. And, and I, I, I can't say that at age 10 or whatever age I would have been that, you know, that's, that, you know, started an interest in, you know, extracurricular activities, but, but that was something that was in our house. And, and then, and so many people have a similar story. Now you're in, now you're in elementary school and you're on the student council that puts the movies on in the, in the gym on Friday afternoons. And it just continued. And, and without ever realizing it, I, 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 you know, by the time I started volunteering here, there had always been something. I'd always been doing something else. That's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is that's kind of a Calgary thing. Um, Calgary has has always been uh, a hotbed of volunteerism. Stampede's a great example. Uh, the Winter Olympics in 1988, a great example. Um, it's a it's a thing uh, that that we do here. And I guess the the, the other thing, um, and 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 I don't know. I can't make this not sound self-serving, but my profession, um, the legal profession. Um, we know that there's, we, we're not going to win too many popularity contests out there, but you know that profession is is very community minded. Um, I work at a big firm, and 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 pretty much everybody has something um, that they're involved in, and that's 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 independent of their career, independent of of their work at the firm. It's just something they like to do, and and so those are those are. Those are three places I came from, my family, the city of Calgary, and the legal profession. They all kind of point you to something like this. And what have been some of your, some of your highlights on, on your stampede volunteer side of things? Like it, the volunteer, you're putting in the work and you're doing the time and you're driving people around in the courtesy car committee and you're probably making pancakes and flipping pancakes and serving breakfasts around the city and you're you know traveling. Late, more lately, it's been traveling on behalf of stampede as an ambassador of sorts and different, you know, seeing the different events around the country. We're talking about Pendleton at lunch and you're going to Cheyenne later this year and you've been to the NFR in Vegas and Houston and San Antonio. Um, I think you got, you've been to San Antonio recently or maybe going. Or That's on the list for the spring. On yep. the list, yeah. Yep. So what are some of those highlights? Like, and like this year, I think one of them has to be picking the parade marshal, which we don't, I don't think, I haven't seen who it is yet or I don't even know who it is yet, but by, it's going to be coming soon. By the time, um, by the time, this podcast is publicized. The parade marshal will be known, but oh, really? As, by as of now, by Wednesday, by Wednesday, really? Yep. We can't. We can't. That, does, uh, that doesn't can't allow me you. to say anything about it. <laughs> it was probably cool to pick that person and talk. Pretty to cool. Them, yep. Pretty cool. Can I make any guesses on who it is? You could. Pedro um, Pascal. I got all I said is you can make as you can make <laughs> some guesses. Hmm. That'd be cool. That was a good show. Did you watch The Last of Us? I did not. No, you didn't? I okay. did not. I, I wouldn't heard. have watched it if it wasn't filmed in Calgary, but it was pretty neat to see everything in it. In it. It's, uh, we're aware of the petition to draft Pedro Pascal, <laughs> and, and, and we're, we're well aware of, of his profile. Um, and, uh, that, Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Um, she has, also, has what, been already, right? Shania Twain has not been the parade marshal as far as I know. She's, she's on tour, though. She's busy that day. Maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to make some good guesses. <laughs> um, <laughs> lots of, uh, so to answer your question, um, <laughs> you know, that it's, I mean, I get asked that one a lot. Um, 
and I'll, and I, I can give you a lot of different answers for my stampede highlights. I'm going to give you one very obscure one, but I think you'll like it. But the, was it when, was it when McDonough fought a bear on the stage? No, no, no. Cause that's not my story. That's Steve's story. Okay. Um, that was fun. You know, there's the high profile stuff. That's fun. Um, Riding a horse in the parade, provided your horse is, is not in a rotten mood. Yeah, you want to tame one. Is fun. Yeah. Because um, you haven't won that award yet, though. I have, indeed. Are we, are we allowed to talk about that award, or is that Go off ahead. the record? Go ahead. No, it's, it's, it's as far as I'm concerned, is that, that information is in the public domain. There's a, so there's a board, there's a ward on the, that the board has that somebody has the Nasty Steed Award. It's called the Gnarly Steed Award. The Gnarly Steed Award. So all the board of directors, if they draw a bad one, then somebody can win the Gnarly Steed Award. It you is have a bad uh, time in the parade. My first, the, the first year. And one time Tony Dixon won it, didn't she? She's a professional barrel racer. <laughs> yes. I, w- I might have been part of that story. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah, Tony. It's, it's actually, it's a funny award because, of course, the, 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 the board is big. We're close to 30 people. Um, very few expert riders. I'm certainly not one of them. Um, and, and for reasons that I think I understand, um, no one wants the wants the award. They just don't want that. I mean, they don't want that notoriety. Yeah, true. So, which is fine, but you know, so now they're going to spend three hours of being super tense, um, which on doesn't a, help a on horse. a challenging day for these horses. It's 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 hot. It's loud. People the shadows everywhere. by the building, all that kind of stuff. So, um, we should we should maybe my maybe my objective this year should be to, you know, turn that turn that into a positive. Um, but I remember I won it, and I mean. The good news is that it wasn't even close. I mean, I, I won it. I think you I won, won it before right? the parade even started. Um, did you, you didn't get bucked off, did you? I did not get bucked off. Okay, then that's, but that's it was, pretty good, though. But, it was, yeah, it was, but, but King, my horse's name was King, um, he figured he was leading the parade. Oh, So yeah. th- they kept, and, and that year the parade marshal was William Shatner. And, <laughs> and, and Shatner did not... Um, Appreciate that? Well, he didn't ride it that day. He was in a car. Oh, okay. Um, and I think King figured, well... There's an open spot there for a horse I'm to be in front of that. the thing. So, yeah. and they and they and the the wranglers and 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 the parade committee people walking along kept telling me what to do, and my answer was, "I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying that. Uh, it just didn't work." So, <laughs> um, but that's that's fun, and uh, you know, things like this past weekend in Okotoks, we had the NMAX community, community roundups, kind of the first official pancake breakfast at the Stampede. I I got to go up there and. And say hello, and and I and I enjoy that kind of stuff, but you know, for me, the 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 personal highlights are are kind of the, and I think this is the same for everybody, the quiet, unexpected moments where you, you know, you have a conversation with someone that that you never would have imagined meeting, and 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 you remember it for whatever reasons, or, you know, heaven forbid, you might leave park and go have a glass of wine with with your wife when you're when when you've got a clear hour or two, because um, you don't have many of those either. No, so so those are those are. And then, you know, then there's stuff we do that I really like what we do. Like, for example, um, BMO um, sponsors something called the BMO Farm Family Awards. It's on the Monday morning, every stampede. You can figure out what it is. My, my grandparents won it when it was a Northlands Award because it's an Ag Society Award. My, my, my grandma, who just passed away on the weekend, her, her family, they got it in like 1953 or something. And that's a big deal. Yeah, big, yeah, big deal. They don't give, give many of those out. And so we host these the 25 or so um, winning families in the Palomino Room, which is our nicest um, facility for that kind of thing. Um, and and it's, a, it's a great uh, breakfast. 
um, lots of entertainment, and, I, and the families, I think, are, are, are appropriately recognized. And um, what, what the Stampede board members do, I don't get, I haven't been able to do as an executive, but, but did for the, my first five years on the board. You're, you, you, you sign up and you will host one of these families. And, and, and I, I, I would love sitting at those tables um, talking about things that I don't talk about and meeting people that I would not normally meet and, and seeing, and, the, and, and, and you know better than I do, these are not um, families or or people that go out looking for this kind of stuff. None of them applied for this award, right? It, <laughs> it found them. So I, so I, I enjoy that, but none of them top, um, my favorite stampede story, which is from 1975. Um, and so I know, you know, this, um, but, uh, the Hart wrestling family are, uh, I'm related to, um, if anybody was watching this right now, they would have a hard time believing that because there is no f physical resemblance. Um, but it, it was my uncle Stu, who, who was the promoter and owner and everything of Stampede Wrestling. And they used to have their shows in the Victoria Pavilion every Friday night. The Victoria Pavilion, of course, is a, is a, is a, is a livestock auction ring um, that during the 10 days of Stampede, we, this, well, I won't say we, because it was 1975, the Stampede needed, and we, and we still use it for that, that kind of thing. So the Stampede would, would kick Stu out of the pavilion uh, for the two Fridays of Stampede Week and, and rent to him the corral, much bigger. Uh, and so he would need to, um, you know, have, have higher-profile shows and bring in higher-profile talent. So 1975 was the year that he brought in Andre the Giant, and um, Andre was, wasn't doing much when he wasn't wrestling, so... Um, uh, Uncle Stu brought him over to, to our house, um, and you were you were uh, you were a little kid back at that point. Wasn't there a picture of you on the couch with him, and he was a monster? He had eaten all the sandwiches, <laughs> all um, not all the sandwiches. He had eaten all the sandwiches. He we had we had we had convinced our sister to, to come out of the <laughs> the closet upstairs where she was hiding, um, and and by this time she's sitting on his arm, uh, and yeah, my me and my younger brother are, are sitting there with Andre. Ted. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not named after you, no, uh, no. and uh, our older brother John had—he was the one who took the picture, um, and it's a rotten picture. He's a terrible, terrible photographer, good lawyer, but a terrible photographer. So, <laughs> um, so that yeah, that is—I um, don't know if it's one of my prized possessions, but I like—I like—I uh, like—I sh <laughs> like showing people that because it's just not something that they can comprehend. Um, yeah, they would see. So that's a—that of course, I, at the time I was little. I won't tell you how how old I was. You don't have to tell me now. Um, but it was, I mean, I, I was not clued into Stampede. It didn't feel like a Stampede day. It was July of 1975, and I was at yeah. home watching TV or whatever. Hanging out with Andre the Giant. And hanging out with Andre. And that was, was he there for both cool. shows? Like, was he here for a week or just one? Oh, he would have been here for both. For both of them, yeah. yeah. He would have been here for both. So, like, in between, yeah, these guys are just hanging out yeah. at the house. Yeah. No way. Do you, What do you remember of that, besides eating all the sandwiches? <laughs> I remember, um, so Stu, um, he drove Cadillacs. That's, that was just exclusively exclusively Cadillacs. That As was a just wrestling promoter. That's fits. It, it was just, it was just his thing. Um, there's there, I'm sure there's a lot, a lot behind it. Um, and I remember, and we, we would know when he would be coming over cause there's not a lot of Cadillacs in the neighborhood <laughs> and, um, the, the sidewalk at my mom and dad's house was, was not, 
you know, it wasn't level to the to the, uh, and it was it was uh, you had to climb up the driveway a little bit. It wasn't level to the to the to the uh, road, so you had to climb up um, over the curb. Uh, and we were watching. I mean, we by this time we know Andre the Giant, maybe without knowing really who he was, other than this is there's a giant coming over. We knew he was on his way, so we're all at the at the at the front window watching, and we see the the. the <laughs> How many of you? Oh, it would have been all four of us. Yeah, uh, and you're my, just looking out the window. Yep. Oh wow. And uh, and we see the, we see the car. We see this just this mass in the. Did back. he jump out of the back seat? Well, like, he didn't did jump. Did they take the front seat? He didn't out? jump. No, he didn't jump. But the first thing we the first thing we 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 noticed was the the the, the back of the car scraped the sidewalk on the way up because oh, wow. it was so it was so weighed down so by by Andre. Oh schmucks. Yep. He was he was a big. Jeez. Biggest person I've ever. Did he say much? Like, do you remember? Like, were you were were you small enough to not really remember like con- conversing with him? Or he 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 was very friendly. He was a friendly giant. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I I mean, he wouldn't have been very old at the time. Yeah. Um, and and English wasn't his first language. He was fr- he was from France. Um, and 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 there was there was a lot of people to talk to before uh, the kids there. But no, he was he was very very friendly and very nice. Um. And uh, yeah, it was, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's kind of a strange memory, an odd memory, but it's a but it's a good one. So we I, I wrote down the about you know Brett Nolan and the Stampede Wrestling days and the you know like those guys were innovators and creators of what the you know AEW and the WWE are now. And our you know we were we were supposed to meet at Hitman's Bar over at the casino. It doesn't open till four. I might have to go over there after now to go check it out. But let's uh, take our time with this and yeah, then we'll roll right go over. right over there. Yeah. Uh, but talk about that and growing up around that. Besides that, besides your Andre the Giant story, there have to be a few more other pieces where you were. <laughs> Actually, I, I have a story for you. I, I don't know if I've told you it much, but our PBR ticket manager now, his name is Brett Hart, and he spells it the exact same way as, as your cousin. One T? Yeah, one T. So B R E T H A R T. And they have the exact same name. And he, Brett told us a few times about how he would show up to a show and he would go check in. And they'd give him your cousin's room, and he had this huge penthouse, and like have the craziest, <laughs> craziest rooms. He's like, oh, I got, I got Hitman's room again, right? Like he, he they have the exact same name. They both worked for the WWF at the time, and Vince McMahon, and like all like, and this was, uh, you know, probably what would it be, 10, 20 years after the Andre the Giant story. Like it's sure. progressing a long ways along the way, but you're an adult at this point. Like you got, I gotta ask about that and what it started out as here at the, at the old like little arena over here going to where they were on the world stage and major, major players in the business. Like what, what was that like growing up with that? It was, it was, I mean, it, it, once, when the kids on the playground found out that I was connected to that family and the connection is, is pretty close. I mean, their, their mom, Helen, my mom, Diana, sisters. Um, so that makes you first cousins. And when people found that out, first of all, they never believed it. Um, but second, yeah, that was, that was, I mean, that gave you, I mean, in the, in the seventies and eighties in, in Calgary, I mean, you wouldn't, you weren't here. And even if you were, you weren't here. Um, the, the flames weren't here. The saddle dome wasn't here. Nothing was, I mean, three channels on TV, it was a different, uh, life, but, but now, I mean, you, 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 um, you find yourself talking to anybody from Calgary, say age 45 to 65, usually, usually males, um, uh, and and wrestling comes up, and and immediately all those stampede wrestling stories, everyone's experience uh, comes out because that's that's what people here grew up with. It, I mean, you know, we we did not when we were kids. We we would 
occasionally go watch the shows live. Um, not that much. I mean, Dad was was busy and and probably no fun dragging three or four kids down to down to the wrestling. When we did go, it was pretty cool. Um, but we, you know, we would spend time with our cousins the way people spend time with their family, and and it was just this was just a bit of a different family where you'd, you'd go up and uh, I don't I don't have any direct memories to this, but at what at one point uh, Stu. Um, was tired of buying milk for his 12 kids. Uh, so he bought a goat and they, they, <laughs> they, they drank goat's milk for however long. And, and then there was another time when, you know, one of the, sometimes the, 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 the wrestlers coming through town would just stay with them yeah. while they were working. They were, if they were here for three months, six months, whatever, they would just stay at the house. It was a big, still there, but a big old brick house on, on uh, broadcast Hill. And part of this wrestler's shtick was a bear. So the bear lived under the front porch for a period of time. What? So, oh my gosh, you, you would just you'd go in town. Yep, there's a bear there. You'd go to this house and it was bear. just a real bear. A bear, yeah. I mean, it was a black bear. It wasn't a grizzly or a polar yeah. bear or anything like that. Yeah, so. it was tame. So, it didn't eat anybody lately. No, no, but yeah. it was it was it was different. Not oh, too many, not too many other, not too many other friends I would go whose houses I would go see were were quite like this. So that was a, it was a. It, it, Great memories. They're good people. They're great people. Uh, the nicest people, most generous that you'd meet. And that business is a tough business. They've had, you know, no end of sadness and tragedies in in that business, that family. Um, but they're 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 lovely people. Um, most of them, of course, Stu and Helen are, are gone. But most of the, and and uh, of the twelve, there's nine, eight surviving. A few of them are still in Calgary. We see them. Um, and, uh, yeah, that connection is, is, is pretty special. What about, uh, more recently, like when they did get up to the higher, higher ranks, what were those, what were those memories like, or was there, were there many, uh, like I, I've never asked you about this before. We've talked lots of times, but we never really got into this side of things. There's, but there's, there's, there's two, um, that I can, that come to mind. One is, and this, I mean, this, this, this will just tells you something about that business. So I was, um, in university here in Calgary, but I was living in Ottawa for a summer job. And the WWE or WWF, whatever it was, came through town. Um, and, I, and, and Owen was part of it. Uh, Owen and I were about the same age, uh, and, we, and we were friends. And, and so I, I arranged tickets to go to, through him to, to go see, and I took, I took the, some friends there. And we were, we were talking um, uh, in the days leading up to it, and he was, he was asking about where I lived and, and asking questions like that. And, and I realized that he was looking for a place to crash. Um, and your cousin was, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and cause they weren't making a lot. At the well, time, no, that he was making a lot, oh, he was, but, oh. but his, but, and Owen was, 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 was a little bit different. I mean, he was, he was more on the mid part of the card or even the lower part of the card, which meant, yeah, the money wasn't quite the same, but it was work for him. And, and, um, and I remember him telling me, yeah, I, like I get to a, a, a town and, and if I can, I'll take the, the bus to the hotel. If I can, I will share a room with other wrestlers. Holy. The hotel's got to be close to the gym. Um, so it was just a, you know, it was, it was, he was, he was, he was working um, to get as much out of it as he could. Sounds like uh, rodeoing. I'm sure, I'm sure it does. And then the better story, but this is also so did he stay with you, or did you? He, say, in oh, the, sorry, in, my the, house in the end, he got called to another show the next night, and oh, then okay. literally went, um, you know, finished his match, 
got on the bus. Got to the airport and and yeah. and, and off you went. Went to the next one. This the second story is a better story, but it's also kind of a sad story because it was a, a stampede um, year, and the WW was here, and and at the time this would have been sometime in the nineties. Um, the, the 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 main storyline was 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 you know the the hearts um you know they were they were it was it was an interesting story because um because it kind of had two sides to it they were feuding with whoever um and the and the 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 idea was that the you know the hearts led by Brett you know they were they were there for you know traditional family values and old school wrestling and they didn't like how it become more tawdry and more salacious and all these things. Um, but because they were Canadians, most of them, um, and, 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 and whoever was on the other side were Americans, they, they, they kind of flipped the script depending on which side of the border they were on. And, and when they were wrestling in the States, the, the hearts were the bad guys. And when they were wrestling here, the opposite. And so again, the show, the show was, and it was, a, it was a, it was a, it was a TV broadcast at the Saddle Dome. And our, my family, my mom and dad, my brothers, we, we went and we're watching this match. It ends with, with the good guys winning. <clears throat> and then we, we work our way backstage down by the dressing rooms after where these, these wrestlers who had just been pounding each other are now having a beer together and, and, you know, kind of, again, I'm sure like rodeo, kind of reviewing what just happened and, and, and you know, figuring how they, can, how they can make it better next time. And we roll in. And, 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 oh, and, 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 the, and sorry, and by, the, and the way this match ended is the, the extended Hart family. So the, the siblings and their kids, you know, something, something happened outside the ring where one of the, maybe the mom got pushed or something like that. And then the whole family, you know, jumped over the, the barriers and jumped into the ring and they pounded the bad guys. And, and it ends, the broadcast ends with, you know, just nothing but, family members in the ring with the bad guys having been vanquished and back to the ring to the room and they look at us as we roll backstage and they say where were you guys no like, way well, what do you mean well, you were supposed to be in the ring with us no way that would have been good to know no way yep. nobody told you nope or did your what no if they did they told the wrong person because yeah we no did not way. we did not we did not get that message no way that would have been pretty cool oh my gosh yeah that would have been really cool unbelievable I wonder if we can find the video of that somewhere back in the archives. Well, you won't see me in it. Yeah, I won't see you in it. <laughs> holy smokes. No way. That'd be unbelievable. Yeah. And you and like wow, holy smokes. That'd have been cool. You could have took a chair and smashed somebody. Like you think you would have been in on that or what? It's hard to know. <laughs> it's hard to know when the when the lights go up what you're going to do. Oh man. Well, I wonder I was going to ask you like who the tougher kids on the playground were back in the day. Like you used <laughs> to beat them up like before he was before they were big wrestlers or not Definitely really. not. No. Definitely not. Um I mean, Owen and I, as I said, same age, uh, and the rest of the boys were all at least a few years older. And when you're a kid, those few years make a difference. So, so no, he, Owen was the only one close in, in size to me, and I would have known better than to than to try he him on. With them so, and all of his eleven brothers and sisters. Yeah. So no, Holy. we would we would we would go up there and try to impress them with our like I don't know, debating skills or something like that. So. <laughs> Um, we talked about the heart side of things. Um, we've talked about a lot of the stampede side of things, but I guess you've probably been asked this lots too, but, but what are you most looking forward to in this next kind of, I guess you got a, about a year, almost, almost two years, I guess, till next Mar till March 25. But what are, what are you most looking forward to besides this big announcement that you can't tell us till <laughs> Wednesday? Um, 
Well, there, I mean, there's, I guess there's, I can answer that in two ways. I mean, again, there's, there's no end to fun stuff. Um, and this year, <clears throat> um, some, some, some close friends of mine, one, my best friend from, from, from university in Ontario, we, we, we met oh, close to 40 years ago. Um, he is bringing his whole family out and, and, and they all live in, in Southern Ontario He's been here to a stampede, but it was a long time ago, and the rest of his family hasn't been. So showing them, you know, something that that I'm obviously heavily involved in, but my whole family is really as well. Um, I love doing stuff like that, showing showing it off to to, to people um, that that wouldn't otherwise see it, and and being able to share with them some pretty cool experiences. From a, from a you know a, a board standpoint, which is really the the focus of my my role, um, you know anybody who who has been on Stampede Park lately will know there's a lot going on here. Um, we're across the street from the 500 million dollar expansion of the BMO um, Center, our convention facility that opens up uh, in about a year's time. And before next Stampede, just before the Stampede, the current the current the current schedule, and we had been on time and ahead of budget from the start is, uh, is June of 24. Um, and, and just making sure that the, that the organization and I'm just one small part of it, you know, is, 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 is able to, you know, make, take advantage of these opportunities and, and, and move forward, um, and be successful in the future. I mean, that's the, that's the job of the president and chair and, and, um, you know, looking forward to, you know, late night board meetings, uh, in November, December, January, dead of winter. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm, if that's a real answer to your question, but that, that, that is, that's really why I'm doing it. And, and that is, that's the important stuff. And, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. So tell, tell us a bit more about the BMO. We talked to Joel here, I believe last, uh, kind of last summer before stampede time and talked about how stampede is such a major part of it. And you guys are run, like, essentially running the building. Um, it's a five hundred million dollar building. It's going to make Calgary a tier one convention destination in North America or the world. Probably the world, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, and the, and you know the 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 Calgary, Southern Alberta, Alberta, Western Canada. That's a that's a part of the world that is attractive for a whole bunch of reasons. It's 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 um, close to the mountains. Calgary is a, a a beautiful, dynamic city. Um, it's a safe place. Um, that it, it's the, the country is a good place to visit. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we've, we've always had convention and, 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 and conference business here. We're just able to do it now or we'll be able to do it now on a scale that we haven't been able to do it on before. And, and, you know, I've seen some, some, some data on, you know, the, 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 the number of conventions we've booked now for a, a facility that's not open for another 12 months. And, um, you know, it remains to be seen the, the light, the doors aren't open yet and the lights aren't on yet, but, um, you know, the, the, the plan and, and the job of the board is to help make sure the plan is, is pursued and achieved is for this to be a, you know, a, a major part of what we're doing for, for the future. Oh, wow. So what, how does that, like, how does that fit into the stampede side of things? Like if we're talking about the 10 day show, cause a lot of folks, we've done a few shows like this before with the stampede where. A lot of folks that might listen to our show might think the Calgary Stampede is exclusively the 10-day rodeo and chuck wagon race and festival in July. But the Calgary Stampede has a major footprint in downtown Calgary 365 days a year. Um, 
what what is how does that fit in? The conventions are going to go on, on year round, but stampede time there that opens the door for a lot more trade show space and a lot more convention, like a lot more space to do a lot more things. What, what does that what does that look like on that side of things? Well, it remains or to be both seen. Side, really, it, it, both it, sides. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, we 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 talk about ourselves as a year round gathering place for the community, um, and yeah, I mean at at, at, at I mean, right now the park is busy because of the 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 building being finished. It's already close, at least on the outside, um, and and there's a petroleum show on right now, and the and the the car the park is busy for that reason. But it's also busy with high school graduations and big weddings come here. Um, like how big? Like big enough for Storm and I? <laughs> I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> Someone wants to have a smaller wedding, so it was a good joke. Um, Moving on. Do you want to turn with the mic storm? You can, you can, you can rebut that yourself. Uh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> if it's the really long list, right? No, it's a short list. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you're absolutely right, and and you you know you do go to some of these other shows that you mentioned, um, Pendleton and, and Cheyenne and, and stuff, and Houston even. Yeah, I mean they do focus on on you know their their festival and and that's I mean that is a major part of our focus. We would not be able to do the things that we do supporting 4H, supporting the young Canadians, all that kind of thing in the community if we didn't have let's call it the bank account that that the Stampede uh gives us. Um but it is I mean it is it is it is a I mean it's a, it's a it's a big footprint as you say in the in the heart of the city. And it would make no sense to us to, to just leave it locked, padlocked for, for um, you know, 50, 50 weeks of the year. So, so we use it, and, and with this facility opening up, um, that, should, that should help continue to, to pursue that vision of being that year-round gathering place for the community. Well, and, and then I don't know what you can share, but we got a new hockey venue in the works, and... I don't know. I've never really asked you, but what what is what was or is or is there no? Did you have anything to do with that with on the stampede side or? Well, we did. You did, right? We like, did. We did. Yeah, yeah, because the new event center. You're part uh, of the deal now. And there's a land swap too, the, right? Part of the deal. The, the, yeah. I mean, the, the, the land that it's a, it's roughly ten acres, just just to the north of where we're sitting right now. Is that the Remington lot nope. essentially, or it's, south of that? It's between here and and those lo- those. The, so it's the other Remington two parking lot. lots. There's and and a little bit to the to the east of it, closer to our youth campus. Oh, okay. Um, and that's all um, Stampede Land. Yeah. And so um, yes, we were part of it, and and you know a, a, a bunch of my time when I was first stepping into this role in late March was spent on. You know, in 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 in, in being involved in or or or, or being, uh, you know, one step removed from those negotiations. It was fascinating. Um, there was lots of times when it looked like there was no deal to be had, and so fascinating, but in not a good way. Obviously, in the end, the deal got struck. Um, lots of work to do still to to get it to get to shovels in the ground. Um, but uh, but so very it was exciting. already done though, right? Like some of the ground, like some of the seismic, like some of the. Uh, Engineering maybe on the ground side was already done, or did that venue change now? So I, I I think it's fair to say that because they came, we all came close, fairly close to getting a deal done a few years ago. That you know some of that work 
um, can can be made use of for okay. sure. For okay. sure, some of the definitive binding agreements, you know, not not the most exciting stuff to a lot of people, except me. Um, and and so so much of that work can be can be used again. Um, and they and and I know that they want to move aggressively uh, and get and, it done and get the team moved into the new facility. Um, as and as part of that, and this is, in, is very significant for us. Um, the saddle dome will be will be demolished as as soon as the, the the new one is the new event center is open. That land gets returned to us. It has not been part of Stampede Park except with a an arena on it since the very early eighties. Oh wow! Um, it'll change our footprint dramatically. I know Joel Cowley, our CEO, is very excited about that um, in terms of what we might be able to do on that side of the park. And it'll be. I mean, that's it's 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 a a a couple, three generations of stampede goers that, that do not know a stampede park without the so saddle dome there. Yeah. So that'll be a big, a big, a big wow. change for us. What, uh, what are the initial thoughts? Like, you don't, I don't know what you can share or not at this point, but I'm kind of curious, like from my time working in the GMC stadium up in the eye in the sky, that's kind of like, it's, you know, it's, it's an older venue now. No, like, I get, I, I'm not super nervous, but it's like, I'm like, hey, I wonder, like, I hope this thing's still good. <laughs> you know, like, I, and I know it is, but it's like, that thing hasn't been updated in, in I, I don't know how long. I wonder what that might look like. Like, are we going to get a new Stampede Stadium, essentially? Or, I don't know. I'm curious what the initial thoughts are on that area. I think, I mean, the, <laughs> one good thing about uh, GMC Stadium is that it was it was built at a time when, um, facilities like that were built to last. Okay, um, good. so it's, yes. there's a lot of concrete, a lot of metal. <laughs> and I think it's, I think it's pretty rock solid. You know, I, 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 um, I would love to, to get, uh, sit down with Joel, um, in an unguarded moment to, to really pick his brain on all the things that are on his wish list. Um, I, I, I know of a few things. Um, I have not heard him say that it's time for a new, uh, stadium. Um, but if if you're not, I mean, if you, if and, and you have to have these conversations, you know, at 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 times when 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 they need to be held, and as we're thinking about the saddle dome coming down, maybe we do start to have those conversations. We will we'll deal with how to pay for it, what it looks like another time. But hmm. but I but I I would say, um, in the near term, I would not expect the saddle dome to be replaced by. A new um, rodeo and chuck wagon facility. That's probably not on our, yeah. our to do list, but um, but it sure would be nice. Sometimes. So what what else is in the works there, Blair? I I, I don't I'm, I'm not even sure what what you would do with that space. I don't know if I don't I don't know at all. I mean, I guess you're gonna have to have some more parking space. So unfortunately, well, the the less uh, interesting answer is it's maybe parking in <laughs> the short term, but because um, we're gonna lose some space yep. north of here, right? But yep. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, you know, one one thing, and and I and 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 Joel and I and our board, we have not started to have those conversations yet. Maybe we don't want to jinx ourselves. Maybe we want to wait till we we see shovels in the ground for the new event center. <clears throat> but somebody must have been Joel. You know, he 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 made the observation that, you know, that that side that the 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 far side from here of the saddle dome, is basically on the Elbow River, and um, he's right. Uh, and if, if if you think about the layout of Stampede Park, yeah, I mean, the elbow wraps around two sides of of us, but it's really not part of our programming. Um, it, and 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 you know, because the barns are back there, and it's kind of back of house. Um, 
part of the youth campus to the northeast of us you know does does you know is 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 fairly close and it's 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 an unimpeded um uh border with 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 the river there but um it'd be pretty cool if if we could you know take advantage of of that uh spot with the river right there and and see what kind of programming we could we could put there i mean a wine garden overlooking the elbow river sounds pretty cool to me maybe a river float station that could be kind of cool i should be writing some of this down (laughs) I've always I always thought it would be fun to get to take my my bucking horse floaty and just ride it down to the park and then come in at the rodeo tent and go to the rodeo like off my floating horse. But that'd be always be kind of fun. Well, you'd, you'd have to find a place to hang your wetsuit. That's true. Yeah, that could be. Or tricky. your or your speedo. I'm not sure. Could be tricky. I don't know if I'm invited over in those parts anymore. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Come in with me. Put a fake mustache on. <laughs> um. Dang, that uh, it's interesting. I didn't even thought about the space though yet, like on what would happen. But I mean, if you're losing ten acres of parking, you got to get some space back for people to have a place to park. Because the new people are the new like, not the new people. I'm, I'm like the new uh, event center is going to need some place for people to yep. to get to and from it. Although the green line is going to help on that side with the uh, with the, the LRT system in Calgary, some of the more public transportation. It should. We, yeah. And, and you know, the, I mean, the, 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 the earliest the Saddle Dome would be demolished is, is 26, 20, right? No, the earliest it would be 2028. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so we've got some time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You'll be past president? Almost. You'll be... Uh, or I'll be the... I'll be a has-been. A has-been by... I'll then. have been a has-been for... For a while For a then. number of years. Um, so you start on the courtesy committee and then at, I might be remembering wrong, but at one point director responsible for rodeo, is that correct? Were you ever in that position? Yeah, I was. So, so I guess what was after courtesy car too? I wanted to kind of, so courtesy car, uh, I, 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 (laughs) I think what they, looking back on it now, I think what they do on that committee. So the courtesy car committee, um, as you might, as you might guess is, you know, a group of volunteers, I think the number is something like 150 now. Um, they, they, and other, other, uh, shows, I know Houston have, have services like it. It's a courtesy car for, uh, sponsors and, and entertainers and, and guests of the stampede and, and GMC, which is a, which is a long time and, and very, um, very, very good, um, valuable sponsor of the stampede. They supply a fleet of, of, of really tricked out, um, Denali's and stuff like that to let these drivers um, shuttle people around in style, um, and I and I think at a certain point after about ten or so years of of, of driving, um, they realize I'm a pretty terrible driver. So where do you what do you what do you do? You 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 it's kind of the reverse Peter principle, right? You 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 take someone, you know, you, you take some you take someone who's not qualified and promote them. So um, so that's where I went, and and you know our governance cycle here is generally on our volunteer committees, likewise on our board, you know, two years as second vice chair, two years as first vice chair, two years as chair. I did all that. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's, it's not a given, but, but oftentimes when you've finished, you know, when, when, when your stampede resume looks like that and you've now chaired one of our committees, you know, the, 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 the nominating committee of our board will, will, will have a look, see if, um, see if, if, if you, merit consideration to be on the board and and the nominating committee did in my case and and it wasn't it wasn't immediate as i said before um 
the, the first year I, I was on the ballot, um, the, the shareholders um, decided it wasn't my time. And then the next year, and that ended up having a stampede where I had nothing to do. It was pretty, it was pretty, pretty liberating and pretty fun. I'm kind of looking forward to that this year. Yeah, well, Myself. I don't think you'll ever have nothing to do. Well, less to do, maybe. Yeah. Well, a less official role. 2023 Ted and 2013 Will could have had a good stampede then. Yeah, it's true. So then uh, the next year they, 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 they saw fit to, to, to call my name, as I said before, and, and I've been on the board since. And, and then wh- what we do, so we have roughly 29 volunteer committees at the moment. That number fluctuates. Um, and each committee has a, 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 a member of our board assigned to it to be what we call the director liaison. You just, you, you help them, you help them with, you know, aligning with the, 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 the organization's strategy, you help troubleshoot for them a little bit, um, and you support them as best you can. And yeah, for a few years um, when I was on the board, but before I was part of our executive, um, yeah, I was, I was the, the DL, as we call it, Director Liaison for the Rodeo, com- rodeo Committee. That was fun. Um, that was um, a great experience and, and, and you know, met uh, a bunch of great people who, who um, I, I consider myself good friends with. And, and I would have been very happy um, to stay in that role forever. But once you're in our executive, you're, that's no longer an option for you. But that, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And so uh, I remember talking to uh, Dwayne, Katie, and Rob Grundy, and Sean Monroe, and a couple of these guys, and Brian Hansen on the rodeo committee. And we talked about kind of being a part of it at some point, but I don't know how I don't know how it would fit at some points. And then I kind of uh, shared some of my thoughts on some things this <laughs> spring, uh, but uh, so I probably won't be working in any capacity in the Stampede in in the near future, um, which I'm totally okay with at this point but but uh on the volunteer side though i'm still helping brian with the uh pioneers rodeo the it's gonna be a breakfast kind of brunch event this year and i hope i get invited back this year i think that you're on the list i think that i think brian uh has you on the list so uh looking forward to i'm looking forward to being a part of that i i appreciate the history of the rodeo side of things and you know from there's a whole bunch of stuff in my basement still from Dwayne erickson that from when he passed like i have two huge cases of stuff that storm hates moving around because i haven't i haven't been able to i haven't taken the time to go through it all yet but there's some gold in in this why do you have that stuff i don't know keenan ended up giving it to me it came from his house like came somehow keenan got it and keenan is less of a rodeo historian than i am so i have it all at my house still so there's all this stuff from Dwayne's, and and knowing what he did in the rodeo world you know a award-winning journalist and i was not an award-winning journalist, but I have interest in the history. So, so it's been, I appreciate that part of it. And Brian came to me at one point and asked if I would help out with this. So I went through the, the list and I've looked at who I think is qualified. And this year we came up with our, our uh, Pioneers of Rodeo on both sides of things, right? So anyways, I'm, I'm glad to be part of that. And, and maybe someday we'll end up helping in some capacity on the volunteer side because I am a, as a citizen, like as a Calgary resident, like I appreciate what the Stampede is and does, and I have my, you know, public issues at times with how some things have been handled. But I mean, you know, everybody's going to have their opinions, and I might have been more open to sharing them on some different platforms. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, like w- what I'm trying to get at is is that there's like, I appreciate the volunteer side of the Stampede, and I like, I don't know how it'll fit very well, but I mean, 
what would you tell somebody else that's looking at maybe being a volunteer on the Stampede side of things? Where, do they even, where does someone even get started? I don't even know where people get started sometimes. So I have this conversation a lot with a lot of people in my office, um, you know, new summer students and new articling students. Um, it's not, it's no secret at my firm that, that I, that I, that I'm involved with the Stampede and, and at least a couple times a year, I will have a, a younger member of our firm asking that very same question. Um, and it is, it's probably a different answer for, for them than it would be for you because you're not going to go on the, you know, the Western Showcase Committee and be on the quilting subcommittee, I don't think. Hey, maybe. Maybe. My grandma was quite the quilter. Well. I've never sewn, though, so. Okay, well. Except I'll, a gear bag one time for rodeo. I'll, I'll hold that thought. But what I say to them is, um, it's not, and this, the, this first part is not, has nothing to do with the stampede and everything to do with them. Um, you got to make sure it works for you. <clears throat> it's one thing to be a you know a, a, a somebody who's been been doing doing lawyer stuff for thirty years like I've been um, to be able to 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 and with adult kids and all that to be able to make it work. But if you're just starting out in your career um, and 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 young family whatever else, you got to make sure it works for you. It's and a then, huge networking opportunity though. It is you get to know people in the in the city and and make more friends in kind of a place if you're new to the city or whatever it might be. Well, and I mean. We talk about this at our at our board. I mean, it's it's almost it's not quite a you know reaffirming things, but but you know I I always tell people that I that I joined the Stampede, um, you know whatever I said about you know my interest in volunteering is is all true, but but when it came time to looking at the Stampede, it was uh, I joined up to have fun and meet people, and 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 that has to be the reason. Um, networking is a, is a big huge part of that. But what I, you know, and, and so make sure it works for you. Um, and that's the case for any, any, anything, you know, in your community, coaching your kids in soccer, whatever it is. Um, and then if, 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 if you've kind of checked that box, have a look at what, what the Stampede has to offer in terms of volunteer opportunities. And, and that's all publicly available. It's on our, all on our website or people can just call me. Um, and and if, there, if there's something that looks interesting to you and looks like it might fit, your life and and in your interests then then you know then then pursue that and in your case you've you've, you've, you've kind of got that part um already checked um i don't see you as uh, on the quilting subcommittee i'm Maybe not even sure we have one or i don't know if we have one of those anymore no. um but but for you i mean you it, you know i i you're you got a lot of runway left. You're no, you're nowhere close to the end of your career, and the stampede's not going anywhere. So true. Yeah. <clears throat> so whatever you have going on with the stampede, Ted. <laughs> hey, um, I don't. I don't have maybe anything going sorted, on. With maybe it'll be sorted out one day. I think it's a fresh slate at this point. Right? Maybe this. Maybe this podcast is a, is a first step. Yeah. Uh, in, in the right direction. Yeah. A different kind of reconciliation. <laughs> yeah, a different kind. Um. <laughs> Another, another your, water your, break. Pro, your producer is uh, <laughs> she's not sure what she's my, saying right now. Questioning my uh, thought process right now. I think she's laughing. I think Storm's laughing with us. Yeah. And not at us. Not at not at me. Um, but I've been. I'm often wrong about that. <laughs> so we talked about uh, bringing uh, Hugh and Billy down to the show, and and Lisa. We were. I've seen everybody at lots of different events over the years, but. What uh, what are where are they at with the stampede? Besides having an awesome time right now when they're you know late teens, early twenties, kind of enjoying that side of the stampede. Right. Well, I I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit because my timing has been excellent. Yes, um, that is being, very true. Being right? being <laughs> uh, 
23 and 25, which is what they are now. Yeah. Um, and, and having a parent as the Stampede president, I think is a pretty good deal. Yeah. Bad. Um, cause they, they, and they, they love Stampede. I mean, it, you know, it's, it, I, I, I started volunteering uh, before Lisa and I were married. We were together, uh, and 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 obviously before the kids. It was even before I got called to the bar. So, you know, I I always say Stampede came first. It doesn't come first, uh, obviously. Um, and and you know, Stampede is is when people say you know something's in the water in your house. I think you can say that about Stampede in our house. It's it's always been um, something that that has been a focus for us. And and. Um, it's gratifying for me that they like it so much and they're, and they're, they're friends uh, and, and, and our extended family. So, um, and, 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 and I think often about, you know, how when they're little, obviously they're, they're little kids. They're, they're not, they're not, you know, hitting Nashville North or, or anything like that, but you know, you hope not anyways, right? Not that I knew of anyway. I yeah. should, I should, yeah. I should say that better. So when they were little, it was, you know, the kid, the kids rides and, and we'd be in the barns looking at the animals and, and, you know, Stampede is, is it's, it's a very dynamic organization, you know, for, for an organization that people say doesn't change, we sure change a lot. Um, but, you know, you change with it. Uh, and um, so that's, you know, as the kids have gotten older, um, you know, they had their first jobs here, um, which is which is a bit of a rite of passage for so many Calgary kids. And, and now that they are young adults, um, you know, they, they're able to experience it in a different way. And, and I like seeing that and, and, and for, for, for both of them and, and my wife, Lisa, they are, um, supportive, uh, very supportive. They're protective of me. Um, and, um, it's, it's, it's a family affair and, and the, the four of us will be doing lots of stuff together, including with, with, with friends and family, but the four of us will be, will be, um, you know, doing so much of this together and supporting each other, supporting me. Uh, and that, that does mean a lot. There's, I mean, you, if, if I can't imagine, I mean, if, 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 if Storm didn't like what you were doing, you couldn't do it. No, um, wouldn't but, work. But here's Storm being a very big part of it. And, 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 and same, same with us and same with anything. Um, it, it would be not just not fun, but it would just not be possible if, if, if they weren't a part of it as they are. And the, and the fact that it works their ages and their interests, um, uh, you know, just makes it such a, a, a great fit. And, um, that's something that anytime, uh, that I'm able to share it with, with my family, um, is it, it, it's special for me and, and this will be 10 days of that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. 10 days plus. And then, and then you said, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about how many requests you've had for people to come stay at your house. <laughs> we, uh, we used to have a really, really full house during the stampede time. It's kind of tapered off a little bit more, it seems like, but I don't know if Storm's invited anybody I don't know about yet or, or what that looks like, but, but how many people have you had to decline already from I'm having a full house? So that, I mean, that's, you know, Lisa, Lisa is, the, is the gatekeeper there, and I'm not actually sure at the moment if any of the spare beds rooms are, are booked. Oh, okay. It's, it's kind of, I mean, it, it, I mean, our schedule, we, we had some, 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 some very close friends from Toronto come out last year and they're coming out again this year. Um, they're not staying with us this year. This is Sue and Steve, uh, Rebecca, um, and oh gosh, um, forgetting all, I'm, for, I'm forgetting so Emma. I don't know if Will's coming. Um, but they stayed with four of the five stayed with us last year and it was great. Um, but, um, you know, I didn't see them after the first night because I'm, I'm, I'm on a different schedule. You got to do a bunch of things. So it's kind of hard. It's hard for, for them. 
Um, but you know what? It, what it what it what it what it tells me is maybe I need a bigger house, maybe I need a smaller house. But what it tells me more than that is um, this year, even more so than last year. But last year was 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 also this way, but a pleasant surprise. People are traveling. People are coming from other parts of the country to see. Um, you know what is a really world class festival, mm-hmm. and and obviously the fact that you know for this brief period of time that I'm in my role, they've got a connection to Stampede that they you know wouldn't otherwise have, might might give them a little bit of motivation. Um, but you know that I find that gratifying too. You know it's it's I'm proud of the Stampede obviously, uh, and and I like being a part of it. But when I see people, you know making the effort, making this their, their summer holiday, that's, that's, that's pretty neat too. The, uh, the, the festival side, it's almost like having the Olympics here every year, essentially, like we kind of have the different parts, like the different pieces of the event, and there's so much to it, the fireworks and the midway and the shows, but, but the rodeo, again, I, we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, the rodeo is kind of the premier piece of the puzzle out of that, and then some of the, some of the, uh, concerts too right we got pitbull coming this year and there's some of those other pieces but like uh but the rodeo we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier what what do things look like that that way this year what do you know about it uh as far as uh it paid out like i think it was fifty thousand the last year and there wasn't or there was one in 21 yeah so 21 22 has been fifty thousand. so we're trying to get back to that hundred thousand dollar paycheck for the main winners someday i think and then when we get back to that with these profitable events, what a, you know, we kind of had to dig out of a hole there after the COVID years. Cause it was such a, you know, there was so much, so many losses on a, a, on a year and a half. Well, one totally missed stampede and another one that was kind of halfways. Right. So, which left us roughly 30 million bucks in the hole, 30 million in the hole. Holy smokes. So in a good year, the stampede generates what kind of like for a nonprofit, what kind of, profit it actually happens oh gosh that i like the best years maybe is maybe 10 or something like or i don't it's even, not don't even it's not a huge number no yeah um, and but of course you know is you know two things you know when you're when you're when you're a, a, a business that's centered on the gathering of people which we are uh, and, and you can't and, do and that. In that global pandemic you can no longer do that very thing that's that hurts your bottom line uh and as a not-for-profit um you know you, you don't have we don't have a a, 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 a a cash reserve built up because every year it's got to all go. We zero it out. So, zero it out, yeah. so that was tough. Um, so this year I'm, I'm pretty sure that, 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 you know, the big check on the final Sunday and I love handing those out. Oh yeah. Bet. Um, <laughs> it's, is is still 50 big number. Um, but it would, it, I mean, everybody involved with our rodeo would love for it to be a bigger number. There's no question about that. Yeah. To but, get it back to the hundred thousand, but we are moving to, you know, to those three pools. We're, we're not doing the semifinal Saturday anymore, which I think, I think the competitors will appreciate. Um, Same and, trip back. Well, and, and, and so much is, is riding on a single ride to, to qualify for Sunday. And, and this way it can be a, a larger body of work, if you will. Um, more athletes are here because we're doing three pools. Do you think that dilutes the competition at all, though, having, having more people? Uh, I don't because there's a lot of good cowboys out there and, and, you know, our, our invites are out and, and, and we know who's coming and, and we're super happy with, with who's coming. Um, I haven't seen that list yet. Has that been released yet? I don't know if it has. Okay. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you, you can't tell me who the, who I'll, the parade I'll tell you who's is. coming uh, right after you see the parade marshal <laughs> announced on Wednesday morning. So, um, so those are some, 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 um, some, some enhancements, some, some refinements yeah. we're making to it and, and. Um, you know, it's, 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 
interesting, you know, going through some of this. And of course, I don't sit down with our CEO Joel and 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 plan out the rodeo. That's not that that would be bad for everybody if I did that. But but it's a different department. Just so people know, like it's not you're not the one planning the rodeo. No, like there's no there's and st- full time staff that plan the rodeo. Yeah, and it would be bad, yeah bad for everybody if that was my if that was my job. Could be fun though too. Could be. But Joel, you you probably find yourself in whatever pool you want, Ted. Yeah. Um, but. Joel Cowley, you know, he, he and, and, and you know this, um, former CEO of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. His background is, is on the livestock side. Um, and, but, he, you know, he's very connected and, and passionate and interested and well-known in, 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 in that world, the ag side and the Western event side and the rodeo side. Obviously, he has no experience with chuck wagons before coming north. Um, so, you know, I love his energy and passion about about the sport, his knowledge of it. He and I are going to go watch Colts Buck um, yeah, in Thursday, right? on, yeah. on Thursday <laughs> afternoon, uh, which will be a new experience for me. Um, and you know, I think he, I think for 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 these things that we talk about rodeo and those events, you know, he's he's the right person in that chair right now because he understands it. Um, it's a priority for him, and it is for us. And you know, I, I think they'll that will be that will continue to be a. a, a Stampede Rodeo is the Stampede Rodeo, and yeah. we would not be the Stampede without it. So, you know, everybody knows that, but having Joel as our CEO, you know, I think is 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 to our advantage, and it's good for the sport. What about the chuck wagon side of things? Where where what does the future of chuck wagons look like after this hundred year anniversary of the first chuck wagons here at Calgary? So, I mean, that that you know, the, the 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 who knows what the future is, but you know, I I would say that the health of that sport right now, uh, and the health of the of the Cowboys Rangeland Derby are part of it is very good um you know the all of the top drivers are coming this year uh the tarp auction in april was a huge success we've never for had less wagons for fewer wagons but we've never had a bet and so we so the aggregate number we you know doesn't really count anymore because we can only compare it to last year yeah um, but the per wagon uh number was 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 high um the the media attention uh, was excellent and, and positive. I mean, the crowd in the big four that yeah, night, great. you yeah. guys were there, was, yeah. was fabulous. So, um, that's where we created our Cowboy Shit beer, actually. That's is that right? That's, that's where we talked to Dan about it, I'm pretty sure. I think that's what was one of the first chats was Dan Allard at Cold Garden. was like, hey, what do you think about a Cowboy Shit beer? Should there not so be like for some sort of finder's fee for the Stampede in this then, or what? Well, there's, there's a logo that looks kind of like a Stampede logo on the can. So. You've got like the intellectual property rights, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. So it's like... <laughs> We're giving you a little CS on there, so perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So if I can, you. if I can, if I can get those home without anyone seeing them, then, then those are all mine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, chuck wagons. It's a you know, it's and and you know what's what's, as you said, I mean, this is this is the hundredth anniversary of of the first chuck wagon race, in 1923. Um, also, the first aniv- the hundredth anniversary of the first pancake breakfast. Oh really? Because oh, those cool. the, these drivers. Um, there used to be a thing with the pancakes. Well, they, they I mean, they, 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 were, they were doing nothing. They, took, they drove their rigs downtown and, and yeah. just had these impromptu oh, pancake breakfasts. And, and so we're celebrating both of those things this year. So when technically this would be like the 100th consecutive without the canceled year. It would have been the 100th consecutive standard. Yeah, and we're, I mean, we're, we're I mean. It, it's a bit mixed up. I'm still. saying the 100th anniversary. We are saying 100 years of Chucks. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, there's, there, there, the, there's some great stories there. The, 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 the history the families involved. I mean, I, I love all that. We're telling those stories and, and, um, 
you know, we think it's the right thing to celebrate at, at, at this time. And, and we've got some cool buckles in the works too. They're on the way. You? Yeah. Like there's a hundred years of chuck wagon buckles that is coming through Lamley's through Montana silversmiths. So well, good to know it's on the way it's in the, on the way they should be shipping actually really soon. So if you want them in before July 7th, yeah, they're on the way, <laughs> but sorry, I cut you off there. Go ahead. No, I'm good. Good. Um, we got your, uh, this room's booked here pretty quickly. So we've got to get, uh, so we, I've kind of thinking about this because I think the Calgary Stampede means a lot, means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I think if you asked every committee what their definition of the Calgary Stampede was, it would be different. Similar to how we ask everyone what their definition of cowboy shit is. And sometimes I could think a lot of what the Calgary Stampede is, is cowboy shit in the middle of the city. Like we get to, people get to do cowboy shit and you get to wear a cowboy hat as a lawyer downtown yep. in Calgary. Yep. And it's not out of place. It's like it's not. It's not weird that you get to wear your hat to the office any day of the week, ever, because you're part of the stampede, which I think is an amazing thing for a city like Calgary. And it makes me feel at home being able to wear my hat and not get a weird look, like I did the other day in London when I was wearing my cowboy hat. Right? It's <laughs> good less on, weird. Good on Calgary. you for bringing it over. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I just think that's really neat. And I, I wanted to ask you what your definition of cowboy shit was, but also what your definition of stampede was, because I think there's kind of a little bit of crossover. Oh, Possibly, tons of crossover. But, but curious what you think. Tons of crossover. And your definition, because you've listened to the show before. Sure. You know it's coming. I, but, but before that, I did bring my hat to Dubai once. Really? Um, and uh, Did you I, get it back, though? I did get it back. Oh, you made, you made it home with it. I made it home with it. They didn't confiscate it. Got, it got, it got a lot searched. of attention in the Dubai airport, the Seattle airport, and one other airport. Oh, wow. Um, and... Uh, and uh, yeah, I, 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 and I think the people that saw it have, have never seen had never seen one before and never once since. But weren't you or Keenan trying to bring rodeo over to Dubai once oh, many years a, ago? I had a uh, well, we had Tarek on the show. We talked about it a little bit, but then I did have an email at one point and I had a couple conversations with a place in Pakistan about doing a bull riding event over there a couple Neat. years ago, and they have done them in the UAE. I think somewhere there was a guy named Dave Rice that did something over there, hey. but. Uh, but yeah, then I guess the other, th- other side of this year is we should get a lot of the Asian and a lot of the like the European tourism of uh, people coming back to Stampede, which hasn't happened the last couple of years either, right? We it's are, we a big are, boost. There, I mean, we don't we don't know. No one knows what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're kind of close. We're down down to wondering if the weather's going to be good, bad, or sideways. But yeah, you know, there are some things you can we, that we see some things we can track that give us a. Uh, an indication of what this year's stampede might be like. Um, our premium ticket sales in field seats and, and they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Um, the hotels are telling us, and I guess they they know this because of you know the the origins of the credit cards that are being used. But yeah, um, a lot more um, inbound tourists coming this year during that time, and 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 you know the 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 Calgary Airport and uh, and 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 the work that WestJet is doing. Um, that that you've benefited from recently. Yeah, um, thanks you know, for not canceling all your flights. Calgary is 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 you know that that's this is where WestJet is is this is WestJet's home and this is this is their hub and you know you can you can come to Calgary from a lot of different places now direct in a single Thank direct you. flight and yeah. and they're doing it so um, Tokyo yeah so yeah, that that's those are those are those are good signs yeah I mean anybody who's looking for infield seats. Right now, probably not good news for you, but, yeah. but no, it is a good, it, it, lots of good signs. We'll come and hang year. on the tarmac, tarmac and drink some cowboy shit beer yep. if you want. Yep. Although it won't be allowed on park. But anyways, back to the definitions quick before we wrap it up. So I don't know if I have a definition, but I have a lot of thoughts um, when, I, when I 
as I think about this question, which I know you'd ask, but I, but I probably don't have a great answer. You know, it's it's things like um, you know doing the right thing the right way, um, finishing what you started, um, being a trusted friend, uh, being a good neighbor, being a team player, um, and um, being true to your word. Uh, those are all things that we do talk about at the Stampede, um, and those are things that I, I, I that I think I wouldn't be here if I if I didn't. That I think that I think those are what the Stampede is about. Those it's also what you know you're if you you should teach your kids and 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 um, how you should try to carry yourself in your in 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 whatever you do for a living. Um, but those are the, th the things I, I think of. I mean, I think this this is when I think of cowboy shit. Uh, it's not just the the name of, of of your various businesses, but what you what you and Storm are doing with this podcast and and all the all the things you've been doing, all the all the great things you did when COVID gave you know dealt you a a, a bad hand. Um, you guys live it too. Um, but those are the things I I think about, and and those are those are things that are important to us at the Stampede as well. Uh, thank you for thanks for the time. Thanks for having us here, and thanks for thanks for welcoming us into the president's room to f record another show. And I don't know if it'll be the be one of the last ones we get to do. I don't I don't know anybody any of the incoming presidents, but uh, <laughs> but I but we'll see. I can we'll see. I can make some introductions. Yeah, you won't have a problem. See if they if they want to be part of the show too. Well, yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time, so I appreciate you doing this. Will, thank thanks you for having much. me. Thanks for having me. Have a have a great stampede this year. I look forward to seeing you there and being able to visit during the show. It'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Let me know what you think of the parade marshal too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I wonder who it's going to be. Awesome. Okay, well, thanks again. Once again, uh, President, Chairman of the Board for the Calgary Stampede, 2023 to 2025, Mr. Will Osler, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Ted. Thanks, Storm. like a tribe does before this did you really know what i was comprehend to the track force why cuz getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug if you feel the urge to freak do the jitterbug come and spread your arms if you really need a hug Afrocentric once again thank you to will osler for being on the show this week thanks for the time thanks for having us down at the stampede park it's going to be different uh for both of us this year i guess we're not uh we're not officially working at the stampede i'll still be doing a few things with the montana silversmith side of things um go and make sure the buckles are all merchandised properly and and it, with lamleys and hoping that we got lots of our cowboy shit down there this summer as yeah. well uh but uh one thing you won't find on park is cowboy shit beer because that's exclusively a uh what do you call it budweiser like Lebe uh, yeah they would have like bats uh, right yeah they would have like the rights the, the pouring event, rights right? yeah yeah, but uh, so we just launched. We're just launching it on uh, the next show. We're actually recording on Thursday with uh, Dan Allard from Cold Garden because we got the cowboy shit beer made by Cold Garden coming at you. It's almost almost time. Have you tasted it yet? Yeah, I've had a few. Of them Is already. it good? I like it. Man, that's when you know you've made her. When you got your, <laughs> you got own, your own beer, beer 
I mean, Do you come have a on. Barney's beer yet? <laughs> I know you got the Drumheller Dragons beer. We were talking about that on the top half of Valley Brewing. Yeah, Valley Brewing made us a beer, and uh, really, they just already had Power the beer. Play Pilsner? They already had the Pilsner, and then we just called it Power Play. Well, that's kind of what. And just put a sticker on it. It's kind of what we're doing, too. It's a real, it's a real, it's a real uh, smoke and mirrors our, sort of deal. Our beer is a lager, and uh, you may have had it before with different things, but uh, but yeah, it's going to be a lager. It's 5%. So you uh, can it's got some nice flavor to it. Drink it. Casually, you can probably use yeah. played beer darts with it. You might be able to shotgun yeah. some. Maybe some shotgun mulligans. Oh man, isn't that a good idea? Oh yeah. So we, I saw <laughs> this video the other day. Uh, shotgun mulligans. So it's the uh, country club adjacent guys that are hilarious. Yeah, they they're really great. good golf yeah. content. So shotgun mulligans are you can have. There's a set amount of shotgun mulligans you can take. Probably there's probably like what half a dozen I would guess. Yeah. Like just guesstimating. Maybe three, four, whatever it is. But you can have like. You can shotgun a beer if you want a mulligan in this golf match. So you could have, like, do them, like, early on, but you might get, like, pretty messed up yeah, in the yeah. second half of the game. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if I could do that many of them. Like, too many craft beers can kind of wreck a guy. It can wreck a guy. Pretty hard. We'll try but Yeah, try anyways. a couple of cowboy shit yeah, shotgun we'll do a mulligans. Couple. So, uh, what was I going to say? So but the, you got the big launch? Yeah, the up. launch. Yeah, on the 22nd of June. So it'll be, like, uh, just after the, when the show comes out, a week and a day after. Uh, June 22nd, Cold Garden, 6 p.m., you can make it down. Come check it out. It's gonna be awesome. Um, we're gonna have we got our beers in cans, so you can buy them to go, take them with you when you leave. Come party with us for a little bit, though. Come and hang out and say hello. Uh, but yeah, Cowboy Shit beer coming at you June twenty second, Cold Garden. That's was that the eventual next uh, thing? What do you mean? Like uh, you know the merch and everything? Was it like oh I gotta have a beer? Well, actually, you know what? We're uh, it's kind of something I thought about that would work pretty well, but. We were at the tarp auction for the Stampede. I had just flown back from Denver that day. I was down there at the, saw a baseball game and a hockey game yep. uh, in Denver and saw my crew, uh, Jade and uh, um, Patrick from Montana Silversmith. So we did the uh, did those games and then I flew back and made it to the tarp auction. Uh, and Dan was there and I was like, hey, Dan, what do you think about a cowboy shit beer? He's like, yeah, I like that idea. Let's talk about it. So then we like talked about it. That was in April, I think, April 12th or 13th or something. And sure enough, like here we are, two months, two months later, day, and we got a beer. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be wicked. Yeah, wicked awesome. Yeah, so it is cool. So I've had the cans. We had them in Rocky last week. I gave them, uh, gave a few beers from people, a couple cans to try. Um, I can't say that I don't. I don't think Jimmy Lawrence was much of a fan of it. <laughs> um, what else? I gave Tyler Thompson a few before he went home. Uh, Kale had a couple. He liked them. Um, who else? Um, I don't know. Anyways, we have have a few. Yeah, have a few well, out there. People so. that do cowboy shit like beer. Yeah, generally. so they should like these this yeah. beer. Awesome. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on there. Um, Eddie, you're going to uh, to where? You said Bassano, and then then what do you got coming up? You're kind of probably lo- slow on around the rodeos for a while, hey? Yeah. Get to Barney's um, to be full on open here. Yeah. Later in June. Yeah. Gleeson Bassano, and then uh, I'll take a couple weeks uh, as we get Barney's opened up. Uh, then I'm uh, flying out to Morris. Oh uh, yeah, going out to Morris this oh, year. Oh cool! So we get a nice me and Dave. So we get a nice oh, little fun. string of a uh, couple of tour rodeos. Morris, uh, Ma- uh, Medicine Hat, Medicine Stampede. Hat. Who d- who used to do Morris? Or this is one of the first times I've had two guys. No, I think Dave's done it. Was it local solo guy? for a long time? Yeah. Oh cool! So I'm gonna head Morris. out there. Really excited to go work with that committee. Yeah. Uh, me, Dave, and Brian Gutman. Oh right Rock on, Rock and You Productions. And yeah. Brian was just in uh, Brooks with you. Too. Yeah, we worked together in Brooks. It was yeah. funny because. Uh, he was he was talking about. He was like, I remember when you were first announcing back in the PBR days, and and that was before you were into music. Yeah, you were that's there right. like filming events, and he was the sound guy. Yeah, that's right. Then I took all his jobs. <clears throat> you took all. Sorry, Brian. I took a lot. <laughs> I took quite a few of them. Uh, he's got no hard feelings. For sure. 
Uh, maybe some hard <laughs> He's pretty good. He was he was awesome to work with in Brooks. Uh, I like Brian. That was my first time doing that rodeo, and Brian's done it a couple of years. And uh, we kind of new fun. management, right? Uh, Chris yeah, and Kristen and Ryan Dyer, Dyer kind of yeah. run it all, and uh, yeah. they don't have a big committee because yeah. I used to be like a big kinsman About two thing, people. Right? <laughs> yeah, and they uh, they worked their their butts off. Like Make we did, work. we started slack at nine a.m. Went till four o'clock. Oh boy, and then person at six, and then they would work the beer gardens. Holy, till three thirty in the morning. Holy schmucks. So, Tip of the hat to them. Yeah, way, way to keep it going. Rowan, yeah. uh, Rowan kind of, honestly, kind of retired early from yeah. the bronc riding Really world, early. And didn't really want to do it that bad. Yeah, one, he was he won unreal two at it. Won two titles, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was unreal at it, but just one of those guys just doesn't didn't really want to. Yeah, and uh, now he's now he's crazy. a big part of the Big Stone outfit. That's right. I think he flanked everything uh, on the weekend. And really? Right on. And, uh, yeah, so. Well, good for them uh, putting on the show, and congrats yeah. on a good show. It sounded like it went really well. They had a good crowd on the Saturday. Yeah there hey and busy uh, busy rodeo weekend everywhere rocky between you guys and rocky and sean our editor was in lee park with our friends doug uh doug young and brett gardner yeah dave was with us over there yep. uh denny was there we had him on the show previously and yeah denny was pretty happy because a lot of folks uh had listened to the show and told him about it so i thought that was pretty cool that folks are listening that and, was really cool and staying uh yeah, yeah staying our there. buddy gator was up in uh Oh, yeah. Up in uh, northern Saskatchewan yeah, at uh, Lake Burns? Waskasu. Yeah. Eight seconds at the ridge. Yeah. Yeah. He said he, he said it went awesome. Him and Brinson and Robert. And Robert. So they had a great yeah. time. So. That's so busy weekend. Man, everybody in the yeah, everybody in the crew here doing was, stuff. was working. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see. Um, yeah. So, and then what do we got? I got Regina next Wednesday. PBR Canada Cup Series resumes in Regina. Is that the last cup before kind of summer? Uh, well, it's just like a month because we go to Kelowna. Kelowna right and after. right, right yeah. before Morris. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Dave's gonna go. Right to Morris, I he think, is. from Kelowna. Yeah. So, um, what what else? Yeah, Kelowna. Then we got Bull Boston coming up, Pinocchio Stampede. I seen Bull Boston's all sold out already. Oh yeah, they're insane. Sold out so far ahead. That's cool. Um, yeah, Pinocchio. And then this morning, actually, I was doing scripts for uh, Strathmore. Oh nice. Like production sheets for Strathmore to send to the Cowboy Channel because they're looking at timing and what all how everything's gonna fit. So, getting that dialed in. And we'll have a we'll all have a quiet Stampede week. The Gator, yeah. the Gator, not gonna be there. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be a little different for a lot of us. Uh, Sean's me? going over to the chuck wagons like we talked about maybe yeah. before. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. But We might um, be sitting on the patio drinking cowboy shit beers. and Which will be totally okay. Yeah. I'm really looking forward. I'm honestly looking forward to it. Just like Will said, he had a year off in 2013, I think he said, between um, between something. He, was, he wasn't he was on the board, like wasn't elected to the board, so he had a year off. Yeah. And like... Yeah, this might be one of the only years off. I don't know. It might be a thing I do quite a while. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. But, but yeah, like looking forward to just being able to go to Teepee Creek and hang out with yeah. with Doug and Robert up there. Um, looking forward to taking it easy and kind of going back to what it was like a decade ago. Yeah. Remember the remember the year that Calgary Stampede was canceled and we all of us at work Stampede oh, yeah. we went and rented a big lake house. Yeah, in Pine Lake. Pine Lake and <laughs> cruise around on the boat, water skied. Yeah, that was fun too. Yeah, that was fun. So it's nice to do different stuff. And yeah, it was a thing for a long time, but. Looking forward to getting some golf in that week. I'm uh, signed up for the for the Snips uh, Saturday Snips League. Okay. First one I'll get to make is this weekend. That's cash money pots, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, finally get to go to Snips. I'll do that probably once during Stampede too. I guess I'll miss Pinocchio weeks, but uh, I'll be able to go. Yeah, I'll be able to get a few in. So. Oh, it's gonna be a good run. When's looking the PBR that. Pinocchio? That's on Canada. Uh, yeah. Is that Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. right. So, yeah, looking like. Uh, going to be a heck of a summer stacking heck of a, up. Heck of a, heck of a June. Of got like five weeks stacked up uh, after after Stampede 2. We go kind of like Teepee Creek and then right to uh, High River foremost, uh, Kelowna, like I said. Then High River uh, Chuck Wagons the second weekend. But in, in between that, Storm and I are going to go down to Cheyenne for on two days for the first time. Nice. 
going to go see that. Pollockville, uh, what else? Then Strathmore, then right to Dawson Creek. Yeah, it's a big, big run. So there's a bunch going on there. This yeah, year, so. Strathmore and Pollockville aren't on the same Different weekend, weekend, right? Yeah, nice, that happens yeah. every few years. Yeah. Medicine so. Hat and they yeah. split up. Yeah, yeah. kind of nice. So, yeah, yeah looking forward to to that, but it's going to be a busy one. Big summer, beers, yeah, cowboy shit. Yeah. It's happening. Just keep on rocking. So. Yeah. We uh, the next show, like we said, is going to be Dan Allard from Cold Garden recording that one later this week. Dustin will uh, get caught up on that if you're uh, if you are. Uh, I'm coming to drink some beers on the 22nd. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So there we go. That's kind of. You got anything else before we wrap it up here? No, man. I was just uh, yeah. Everybody's been rodeoing and doing cowboy yeah. shit. And, yeah, getting uh, after it. I think it's uh, everyone's getting excited for Stampede and yeah and uh, just and the opening of Barney's. Yeah, yeah. Barney's is opening up on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, so I got my oh, pigs right out last night, so we started training them on the pig race track. Yeah. Did a few runs last night. Oh, right on. And uh, so come out, we're weekends till June 30th, and we're full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. So right come on. to Barney's, come to Pearl. Come and see the man. Yeah. Dustin, you know, we should head out Alan. there tonight. We should go check it out. Barney's? Show my pigs, yeah. Hey, why not? Let's do it. What are their names? Do we got to name them? <laughs> uh, we got uh, Kevin Bacon the third. <laughs> then we got a Wilbur and a uh, Porky. Okay, that's pretty good then. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, Hammy Potter was a fan favorite. That is a good name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay, well, thanks again to our editor, Sean Morton, for uh, making us not sound uh, too bad every week. Appreciate <laughs> you. Appreciate you cutting all the stuff that uh, we shouldn't have on the show. So thanks for that, Sean. Um, but yeah, thank you, Dustin, for doing this. Thanks to Ali for hosting us this evening. And we'll see you all again in a couple weeks. Got me for my money To my bloody dollar bill Snorted on my candy Then it went got all of her girls Now they lined up down the hallway And I know they don't love me But to come to get the money